With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, this is Aries. Uh, it is 7.15 on May the 5th. Uh, 2016, and I've been trying to get on here for a couple of weeks with some uh, folks that I have some common interests with and wanted to go over some things that we have been talking about, and unforeseen circumstances have kept me away, along with the fact that I have no idea how to operate this um, lovely talk show yet, but I'm here and I'm just going to sit and wait and see um, who shows up and um, it's an open topic and basically about uh, court systems and court cases and remedies that people have shared and compared. Um, I've yet to see proof. Uh, brought forward or shown to me from any of these people um, about remedies that have worked that they try to, you know, persistently get other people um, to try. So that's what I'm here for. And um, again, I'm waiting for some callers to join. And I see we have, I think, West Oklahoma um, if you would like, I believe I have unmuted everybody. So feel free to jump in and, uh, introduce yourself or. No, hey. Hey, hey. I was just calling to see what this was all about. Uh, you get a fan named uh, Law Fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm actually waiting to see if Law Fan comes on. Yeah, he's so, supposedly from New Zealand. Oh, yeah? I, th- I think he's FBI. <laughs> uh, that would be fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, a little, oh. little intro you made there. You, you, you and me uh, talking about the uh, just say I'm a man and I'm a woman, guru. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, why didn't, exactly. why didn't you just say it? Um. Well, I'm. Well, there's. I'm talking about that uh, among other remedies that people have said to try. You know, name change, all kinds of stuff. Um. All you have to do is this. All you have to do is that, and like you know, they have these little tactics that they say will work. Um, and you know, everybody's like kind of like getting these like groupies and followers and like dispersing this information. And <clears throat> for me, at least my experience has been anytime I've asked for, you know, proof or, you know, documents or, you know, anything, 
uh, I, I've yet to be provided that proof. Oh, yeah, they start ignoring you or telling you a yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So my thing is there was a, a gentleman on three or four weeks ago who, you know, I, I was saying it's hard to find people that are interested in this topic around where I live. I live I'm, in, I'm from Massachusetts, and um, it's, I haven't found anybody really on, you know, TalkShoe or any of the forums that I go in. So who's that link up with? Yeah. Yeah. Who was that guy a few weeks ago? His name. Oh, his name was uh, Vital Law. Someone what recommended I get in touch with him. Did he, did he help you? Uh, not really. Um, he didn't after call after the call that you know I met them in the chat room on and uh, or almost right away it was like oh okay you know what you got to do is you got to call me we have to get together and I have to show you I'll tell you what you're doing wrong and you know, you have to try this and you have to do that. And and I'm just, you know, as soon as I said, well, listen, I'm, I'm not interested in like joining a group or anything like that. I'm just curious, you know, as to what it is that you do. And, um, supposedly, I guess they help people. It's like him and a group of people from what I gathered that, you know, try to help people with court cases. And um, they, they try they they try to help people make donations. Exactly, that's what I think. Yeah, I think more it's donations to them. You're saying? To yeah, there's people. one there's yeah. one guy. If, if I had his uh, place where he you know is long you know a long time, mm-hmm. or, you know we call it residence. But uh, it's Mike Miller. I, I would I would definitely send him some money. What is he does? What's the, his? He, he does, Mike Miller, he does the Calm In Law, C A L M I N L A W. Okay. And his talk show ID is one three three eight zero two. But he's uh he's pretty cool. He's pretty laid back. I think it's from all the uh marijuana. <laughs> That'll that, do it. That'll do it. That he enjoys. <laughs> but uh v- Vital or he's he's known as a Vital Vital Rights on the uh talk show causes. He tries uh-huh. to be buddy buddy with Carl, but I don't know how close they are. Well, it's funny. It, it, it's funny because I've noticed, you know, uh, he was on that call, and and a lot of people, you know, follow um, Carl Lentz and and Kirk Kohlenbeck and um, uh, are interested in what they have to say and have actually tried some stuff. And some people have said it has worked. But the like one of the first things he did was kind of ripped the two of them apart. And was like, oh, that's because you're listening to their stuff. You have to listen to us. You have to do what we do. And to me, it just seems like a lot of people come onto these things and and gather information from everybody and try to have people buy into it. Well, from from a few of uh, I, I call myself. I'm not really part of any group that I do talk to mm-hmm. a, a couple, maybe one. And mm-hmm. what we have. I guess discovered is through you know just a little brief research because we know what to look for instead of looking for a bunch of crap you know reading mm-hmm. a bunch of crap and finding what we think supports our theory yeah we have we have an idea of reality or the truth and we find it bam just right off the bat in in the actual statutes or codes and yeah. uh, as far as I can tell other than that copyright stuff Kurt Kallenbach is um, he's, he's right over the target. 
yeah. it's all about the status, you know. What, what are you doing? What did you do? It's not an Illuminati. Mm-hmm. It's not the black robe conspiracy sacrificing baby people. It's none of that. It's all mm-hmm. in the mirror. Yeah. It's well, what did you do and when did you do it? When you say what what did you do and when did you do it, referring to what? Well, I call it true repentance. Mm-hmm. Is when you realize that no one held a gun to my head and forced me to do it. My maybe my friends and family. Oh, okay, okay. Did it? I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, and I see what you're saying. And when I get into trouble, you know, just look in the mirror and say, "Wait a minute, I wrote myself into this. I write it or writ myself. I have rights, you know." Yeah, yeah. That's your rights. Is what do you write yourself in and out of? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, all those little cliche sayings that everybody says to you your whole life, um, they all really have so much meaning behind them. <laughs> nah, you really do write your own story. And, yep. you know, for me, it's, you know, everybody thinks it's just black and white. And for me personally, you know, I think there is like, you know, there's this or that, but I think somewhere in the middle is the balance. And as far as repentance, I can't repent because I have been accused of something I did not do. And I will go to my grave, you know, not giving in and saying, all right, you know, I'm just sick of dealing with this, so let's do what we have to do and plea out or, um, I don't know, what do they say? Like, um, when people accept the charges, like for a continuance or something. So basically this all started, I, um, I was accused of an OUI two years ago and I was actually the designated driver um, and I got pulled over because my my behavior is like sometimes that of a child. I just like to have fun when I'm with my family and, and friends. And long story short, I got pulled over for beeping my horn um, when I was driving by my, my sister's neighborhood because I wasn't speaking to her at the time. And there's a certain beep or a knock that we do to let each other know it's us when we go to each other's house. And I did it. And then, well, first I did it driving by a store that I know she frequents, and I did it driving by the hill that she lives on top of. And I got pulled over for for beeping my horn and then arrested for an OUI. So for me, when you say repent, you, you, you... say, with yourself and within yourself? Well, in your case, it's different. But uh, there may be a, some application to uh, mm-hmm. repenting and say, you know, something like maybe watch how you, what they call in public. Because mm-hmm. in your home or with the people you know, it's a common law or common to you, but, you know, mm-hmm. to that to the ossifer, you know, he's got policies to enforce and right. you're out and ab- you're out and about and mm-hmm. he, he he 
it depends on you know. Did you present a uh, piece of plastic or a license? Um, I did. You know, I didn't know then some of the things I know now. Um, I was like way off in left field studying the birth certificate and name change and everything way back then. Um, so, you know, now today, I would just remain silent, you know, I'm in. Well, did and, you and take, a, take a breathalyzer? No, I refused it. Oh, man, that could have helped you, I think. Yeah, it could have, but it, see, with, with me, it's, I know a lot of people that have been charged with DUIs. And I, I know a couple of attorneys, and they always say, no matter what, never take a breathalyzer. So I refused it because that was just yeah. in my head. I think they're talking to the guilty ones. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, I think, would I, you know, what, what, what is considered guilty? I did have one drink. Is that guilty? It was. You know what I mean? This is why I wanted to, when we're, when we're talking about this stuff in, in the chat rooms while we're on call, you know, people only get little tiny details and they assume, well, you were drunk, you know, you were driving and, and just, you know, accept your consequences. Well, no. <laughs> well, you know, well, are, a, we talking, are we talking about one beer? Or? It was one margarita. Yeah. And I went out to dinner with my mom and, like, I call her my sister. It's a woman that my mom raised. Um, and I went out with the two of them. It was like 7.30 when we got to the restaurant. Uh, while we were waiting for my mom, we ordered a margarita, and we had some nachos, so I had been eating all night, too. Um, oh, we ordered yeah, a bunch yeah. of sounds good. We, <laughs> we, we had a bunch of, uh, you know, appetizers and, and whatnot. And um, we ordered a second margarita. I tasted it, did not like it, and just left it on the bar and told, my mom or sister, you know, one of you can have it. I don't like that because my limit was going to be two drinks because I was the driver. So I just didn't drink anymore. I didn't like the margarita they ordered, and I got tangled up in conversation with the manager of the establishment for, for the rest of the time that I was there, probably, I want to say, 8.30, 8.45, all the way up until the place closed. There were no customers left in there, and I was still standing there talking with the manager of the establishment. Not drinking, so yeah, you know, so we yeah, left. So you get when we talk about re- repentance, it's not a uh, a Christian religious terminology. Right. It's more like it's more like uh, coming to terms with oneself and just looking at things from various angles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what people we call feminine fathers did on this common law topic many people talk about. The common law is really to show that you're not one of the uh, immature ones out that need to be uh, taken care of. Instead of trying to rise above the law and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a godlike status in in a way. But... um, a lot of these myths or things about don't take the breathalyzer and all that, it depends on your status, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But but in when you're out, what they call the public, you can be in your private capacity in public. Yeah. And 
you don't have to breach the peace and all this good stuff. But yeah, if if you are maybe a suspect of mm-hmm. driving, you know, operating whatever under the influence, mm-hmm. then a a quick you know, godlike common law status is to, you know, just present the proper ID, depending on what what you're doing. Or you know, we can talk about that some other time if you want. But yeah, a breathalyzer has, you know, it has its place, and they can quickly clear you. That tells the uh, the guy that has a duty to protect the immature or administer them that you're not one of their, you know, degenerates that he's out there looking for. Because, 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 sit back and think. Would you? Seriously, honestly, want uh, an alcoholic out there amongst your loved ones? I would not. I would not. But you know, the way see, I'm trying to undo all of my, um, you know, ways of the world type thinking and and everything that I've learned from birth. Um, not undo it all, but really kind of relearn it all, I guess, because. I mean, I went to school to learn the ABCs and history and all that stuff, and and none of that applies to my life today. What applies to my life today is everyday living and trying to live in peace. And, you know, I I don't make trouble. I, you know, do the right thing. I've never been in trouble with the law. And, you know, I, I pay my bills and I do my best to just be a responsible being and, and live in peace. You know, well, so, you look, you look, you look at all animals. Look at the animal world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a dog as an example. You know, he, humans have become kind of cocky or stubborn and arrogant. Yes. And they get this thinking like, I don't have to do this, and I'm above. No, no, you're not. No, you got, you got to know your status and act like it. it's a lifestyle. But we're not. Right. You know, we're, we're we're not dogs. I mean, if you look at the animal kingdom, they all know each other. <laughs> It but yeah. when it when it comes to us, like our neighbor or let's say one of those policy enforcers, which have a duty for something, mm. wants to know, hey, hey, who are you? I don't have to show you my ID. I don't have to show. You. Well, it's just a common law greeting to just say, hey, here, this is what I am. This is what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, well, come on in. How you doing? Mm-hmm. It's a greeting, you know. But if you if you're gonna be you know, arrogant or don't, I ain't telling you who I am. I mean, you're kind of a, in, in a no, way, I didn't a, a stranger, that. you know? You, yeah. I'm not saying you like, did you that. You know, it, it says in the report that I was courteous and, you know, um, basically I, I complied, you know, and um, the person I was with was really out of hand, really out of hand. Um, and I think that's why I ended up getting an OUI because the initial stop was not, because they suspected me of drinking and driving. Um, it was because I was beeping the horn the way I was beeping it. So I was initially being stopped for probably um, misuse of an emergency signal or um, just, just disturbing the peace or, you know, Loud well, how, early how, how did that officer <laughs> know you were there? Were they sitting waiting for you? Because of the horn. Well, they were close. Because I was beeping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where um, <laughs> they were, <laughs> well, I guess one was um, leaving the police station as I was beeping the first time. Uh, and then 
like sound, it, it sounds like in the report he followed the sounds because he was like, I could tell when she was beeping, she was over here. And then the next time she beeped, she was over. You know what I mean? So it sounds like he heard the beeping and followed it. Sound like it's pretty late at night. <laughs> Would you? It was <laughs> you know. 11.45, I think. I mean, I wouldn't call, you know, a cop on you. If I was a cop, if I, was a cop I wouldn't do much, you know. But uh, mm. yes, at that late at night, you mean? Yeah. Even though you, I mean, you know I what you're doing, I mean, can you? I mean, can you look back on it now and say that was kind of weird? I mean, it was too late. Well, I mean, After, I, the first thing I said to him was, "Oh my God!" I was like, because I realized, wow, there's a cop here. <laughs> yeah. I said to him, "Wow, that was really stupid of me." I said, "I'm sorry." I was just like, you know, having fun. I said I was beeping because I haven't talked to my sister, and I just turned to my other sister and joked and said, I wonder if she'd hear us if we beat. And I was like, now that I'm thinking of it, I was really stupid. Yeah, if and, your sister, you could just call them. <laughs> well, we weren't on speaking terms. Yeah. You know, you're, so... You're being a turd, yeah. So it was more like I wanted her to know that I was in her area, and, you know, I was thinking of her, and, you know, I just I beeped. I was like... I said to my other sister, I'm going to do the, you know, I don't know what the tune is. It's like, I can't even explain it. <laughs> it it's like, should have bump, 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 bump. Yeah, should have just <laughs> broke the ass and called her ass. <laughs> so, you know, we weren't on speaking terms, and, and I know she knows that sound. So I just, like, I did it. You know what I mean? Like, I was thinking of her. I wasn't, I wasn't, and, and you know, I loved her and missed her. I wasn't thinking, like, Oh, I could wake people up, and it's loud. You know, that wasn't what what went through my head. So, you know, but I did say to the officer, you know, I'm really sorry that was stupid of me, and, you know, I, I, I just, it was dumb. I'm dumb. Yeah, I mean, even if the whole neighborhood knows, you know, the truth and hated cops, you know, stay out of our business, you're a corporate entity enforcing policy. I mean, at that, late at night, anybody's going to be like, yeah, I'm glad that guy's there, crazy, somebody's blowing a horn. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I realize culture, that. I do. I, I, I guess you could say the common law or commonly known is throughout history is we kind of set up the system or the system was set up like for emergency signals or horns. You know, people get excited. You know, they get alerted. Mm-hmm. They see those lights flashing. They get, ooh, yeah, lights are flashing. Ooh. Right. <laughs> so so you, there better be an emergency, you know. Right, Yeah. <laughs> Today yeah, we use so. horns to uh, for various things to flip people off. Right, people let them know you know, you're mad if, at them. Yeah. If the light doesn't, you know, if the light turns green and your foot doesn't make it to the other pedal in an instant, people are beeping at you. You know, so I mean, it, it's. I have no regrets in life ever. I learn from everything. I really do like, and that's another thing I was trying to explain to that gentleman that was trying to get me to like meet with him and his group, you know, that, Oh, you know, the first mistake you made was this and you're doing it wrong. I'm telling you, you're doing it wrong. And I said, well, by wrong, do you mean I'm not doing it your way? No, here's the common thing we cut up with. You got to write them a letter. Yeah. Write them a letter, write them a notice. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I've heard that one too. I haven't tried that one. You know, so I, I just, I kind of just got into the conversation and was trying to like, I, I don't know what remedies work and what don't. And I'm just learning about the common law and about, you know, the the minority and the majority or the, 
mature and immature and I kind of stumbled away from that. Now, when you say that, when when you say the certain crowd that they're they're supposed to be out there looking for as opposed to the ones that they're, they're, you know, not, what what are you referring to? Oh, the blacks. No, I'm just messing. It's not a a color (laughs) thing. You thought that's what I meant, didn't you? God forgive me for laughing. No, no, no. I, I, I... thought it referred back to like this whole birth certificate conversation that everybody's having about the age of majority and no it's it can go that far back but what it is is um, people don't usually declare their status properly right when they get older when they hit 18 the Jews do it at like 12 or 13 or 11 you know that's age of maturity and it's probably written down somewhere yeah but but when we hit 16 or 18, the first thing we're influenced to do is because it was a system that had its purpose back in the day, but everybody started somehow getting involved with it, is when you ask somebody for a license mm-hmm. to do something that you have a right to do, mm-hmm. first thing they want to know is your birth certificate. Well, first of all, you're asking them for the license. And they want to know who you are because who 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 do we have to administrate? Who are we taking care of? Who 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 is wanting to be part of this policy? Mm-hmm. So so the first thing we do is go into the statutory world, where they have uh, a duty to uh, carry out the the policy. Okay. To take care of the immature. Mm-hmm. So you're saying when we you know go for our driver's license, that's what we're entering into? Yeah, you're kind of going from a right to you're asking for a privilege. Right. Now, for the the big trucks or some things, requires some oversight, policing, to make sure that the people aren't harmed or, you know, the peace isn't violated. Mm -hmm. But that's what it is. You're kind of an immature state to where you work for somebody else, like in the commercial world, if you buy your own goods, have your own thing, you can move around without a license and plate and registration, all that stuff. But it's very hard for you know for you to do that or many. But that's what you know, basically saying I'm immature. I'm just working here. It's not my own thing. I don't bear full liability. So. I need to be regulated. Mm-hmm. And and so when we apply that to a ride, like taking a vehicle from point A to point B, yeah. or just walking, they say, hey, uh, you got any ID on you? And instead of presenting some kind of common law evidence, first thing we do is what about that statutory plastic card with the immature right. person's name on it? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So with the immature person's name on it, now – the mature, so to speak, person's name would be on a birth certificate. That's what that's what it's looking like from all the Rob Riders stuff and mm-hmm. uh, Kurt Collin back. But mm. it seems that that is just kind of a myth, kind of a mute. No, not mute. Kind of a minor, the minor aspect of it. 
uh-huh. is that when we get older, we don't hide or stay hidden. We're always jumping into something that requires a license, or they tell us mm-hmm. you got to get a license, or you got to have a registration for that. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. So you you totally don't think about writs or rights. Mm. You immediately start writing yourself into a dang agreement, you know, an undertaking. Yeah. So yeah, that so what I am grasping is that we need to find a way to undo all of that. Uh, you can say back out slowly. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. always wanting to operate in the in your private capacity when you're in public, mm-hmm. it's it's a lifestyle, like they say. Yeah. But yeah, you can search the records. There's um I mean if you're going two years trying to protect your license. Oh, I think me? Uh, uh, yeah, so what you're doing you're saying with my case? No, see with me. The the reason I have the 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 reason I haven't um resolved it yet, I keep kinda dragging it out because I hear so many different things, okay, and I'm trying to I'm trying to find out what will get me what I ultimately want in the end. And with what I want is I want it discharged. I want it. All right. So this case, I is either going to be a guilty, not guilty or dismissed. Okay. And no matter what three, the outcome is, it stays permanently on your record forever. Okay. So I want it to have never like existed if I can do that because I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't like intentionally harm anybody or, you know what I mean? And and to me, in my thinking and, and from what I've learned, this having a record is not a good thing because if for any reason um, anything ever happened again, now I have a prior or previous offense, regardless of the outcome of the case. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, it's a sad, troubling situation. I mean, the poor Oscar, you know, he could, he could only presume with the checklist that he's got to follow. He could only presume that you were intoxicated because, you know, in, in, I guess you call it a theory, but if you sit back and look at it, a, mm-hmm. a god man or god woman or a king or queen will not behave a certain way, even though you... you right, you, not in public. Even though you didn't hurt anybody? It's presumed that since you were out that late doing that stuff, you can only presume that you were one of those immature that had to be, you know, administrated. I mean, I guess, I guess. And when you and when you didn't do the common law thing, is you know, clear the clear the record or correct mm-hmm. the record on the spot. Yeah, that's. I mean, to to say that you're OUI, I mean, that's kind of a good presumption by the officer. I mean, I'm not, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't agree, you know, I'm kind of I mean, agreeing I have, with both. I have, I've, I've played devil's advocate and I've tried to, you know, see it through their eyes and I know that they're just, you know, doing what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? It's his job. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, but- but um, the city policy enforcers are there to make sure that the uh, people who contract with the city and state don't cause harm to the people who the people. Mm-hmm. 
and the people we talk about on another call is uh, they've been hiding for their whole lives. They don't recognize their status. Right. So, uh, but what what they do is here's the kicker. If you've listened to Kurt Cullen back, you'll get this. Is on your property, you're doing your thing in your vehicle. That's your right. Mm-hmm. But the first sign that I would see that you are part of, part of the policy or the state is your tag. Right. If you have a state tag on your vehicle, that flashes you're administrable. You're one of the citizens. Right. You must be made sure that you don't cause harm to the people. Mm-hmm. And the second one is your right to bear arms. What arms did you bear? Well, you probably bear the state-issued license. Yep. So, so you know, that's that's where it all comes down to. Because you see commercial vehicles, they all have the commercial, they're advertising, they have the state and the numbers and all that stuff on their motor vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the first sign that you are part of the policy you signed up for it, is that tag on your car. Right. But I have I haven't I haven't had a uh, one of those licenses like you know not, like non commercial license in forever. Mm-hmm. But I think I think on there they actually ask you when you're signing up for it, do you agree to be you know take drug tests or DUI tests and all this stuff? Do they? But see, I'm, I'm see, not that's sure. the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. When, like I have get, become. When you, when you, yeah, when you get that license, you're actually saying, yeah, I need to be. Right. I agree to these that. terms. Huh? I said you're agreeing to the fact, like you're saying, I need to be babysat. Yeah, and when you refuse to do those things, it's like yeah, you're a right. bad, so you're a bad employee. You're that's bad. That's the predicament I'm in. That's the predicament I'm in. I have become aware of this now. I have become aware of the fact that, oh my goodness, like someone dropped the ball somewhere, and. It very well could have been me. Maybe it was something I was supposed to figure out on my own. I don't know. Um, And I have signed up for all of these things that I now know. And and in my heart, have always known, like, why? Why do I have to do this? I don't want to do this. Like, why can't I just be, you know, peaceful and, like, do my thing? Why do I always have these? papers I have to sign and this permission that I have to get and these things I have to prove. And nobody ever reads between the lines. Nobody ever reads that fine print. Nobody ever, you know, fully gets disclosed to them what they're really signing up for. Damn it. And I, was, I was calling in just to get a feel of what you were like a law fan always talks about your voice. It makes him melt. If he's on the call, ha-ha, I'm talking to you first. <laughs> but but now that I'm talking to you, I, I can feel that you're you're seeing it. Your, your I eyes am. Open. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I'm like, I, well, when you say that, when you say seeing it with my eyes, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. You you are saying, wait a minute. It's kind of a way of repentance. You're saying, wait a I'm minute. I'm seeing it with my this. heart. Why did I do this? I did yeah, like I'm emotional Why? right now. Like I want to cry because ever since I was a little kid. That I'm is sorry. Like I didn't even right think there. this was like get like this for me, but 
I like that. Oofa. This is, this is real. <laughs> Ever since I was a little kid, I'm, I'm sorry. What did you say? I'm saying this is real. This is what they call repentance. I love this. It's where you well, realize. Well, for me, it is. It really I is. I don't know. Cause I'm not sure why, I but I did this. I was asking, you know, teachers. I was at, I was always that one that thought outside of the box and thought, why? Why are we all sitting here, you know, doing what these people are telling us to do and not in a rebellious way? Why does mean, everybody have to learn the same thing? Why do I, we all I, have to? I'll tell you why. I want you to play a role here a little bit. Imagine that you're a queen. Uh-huh. And you can't do it all. Let's admit it. We can't do it all. This world is big. Mm-mm. Right. Let's call ourselves little G God, little queens. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we all acknowledge each other as being little kings and little queens. We can't do it all. Maybe we form a community. We like our barter system. We're all living in a common law. We're free. Mm -hmm. But a group of people get together, and this is our land. And they're going to say, okay, we want to use your land. And you'll still see this in the system today. We're going to, we, we would like to use your land. It'll benefit you. I mean, if you don't want to partake of our product, we'll, you're still entitled to 10% mm-hmm. of, of the revenue, the funds generated. Mm-hmm. That's still on the books today if you, if you search at 10%. They still mm-hmm. give 10%. It's in the Bible, too, 10% under God. But don't get too high and mighty thinking you're God, but just that's what they're paying. The pe- you're, one of, you're the people. Mm-hmm. So they go out. And you, you you make a legislature, and you, you have this body of, you know, that make rules for the corporations that, okay, you're going to be, we're, sh- we're sharing jurisdiction, but you can't cause harm to the people. You can't drive your big trucks over here. you got to watch how your chemicals are made. You know, can't pollute the air. You can't pollute our land. Yeah. And they say, this is beautiful. Well, this legislature that you created to regulate those people, those corporations, to protect the people. They now call them persons, okay? These persons or these corporations go through what? They go through the Secretary of State. Yeah. Okay. Now, this legislative body, this statute people, if you will, says, okay, we're going to have a lot of people that really aren't going to be kings and queens, you know. They're not going to behave. And they're not going to get along. So we've got to create a system for 12 years or more to uh, make sure that they're trained well. So that when these persons get these jobs, they won't harm the creator that granted them this authority. It's called a public school system. Yeah. It's a beautiful system when you can sit back and look at it as, wait a minute, this is created for me and I've been... I didn't like it the whole time. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We just never knew our role. Like the Rock said, "Know your role." Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but that's what exactly. they are. Yeah. 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 I get that. You know, and it just. But it's. I don't know. It's. It's a hard pill for me to swallow that. Like, honestly, trickery has been used. It. it it's. I mean, I know ignorance of the law and ignorance of, you know, the rules and, and, and this and that is not an excuse. But, you know, when 
when you're learning the same thing everybody else is learning, yet trying to learn more than they're learning and outside of that and think outside the box, you know, there's nothing that tells you, hey, you're onto something. Your gut's telling you you're right and you're right, so go here and find this. This is the answer. Do you know what I'm saying? People need guidance. Yeah, we got guidance. A, we, if you have, you know, if, if we have one, we got a mom and dad that have grew up in this system. Yep. And uh, they pressure us to do this. Yeah, go out there and go to school and study hard and get your education. So, so yeah, I can do what? Education. Right. So I can do what? Be a slave? So what? I, yeah. So I can like work my ass off to do the same thing every day. Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? And and pay into a system that I don't really get benefits of my labor for. Everybody talks badly, seems like, about the clean or some of these rich people, but look at what they're doing. If you have a good status, you know your role, you teach that to your children. You don't say go out there and be a slave. You know, you teach them to go out and fair liability for everything, to, to grow, mm-hmm. to create, to be a creator. Mm-hmm. But if you want, you have a right, you know, a king can step out of his role as a king and go play around and as a pawn if he wants to. Right. You just got to realize when what they say is when you're in Rome, do as the Romans do. Right. That's the same yeah. concept. When you when you yeah. have a license for something, do as the licensee do. Right. It's just we've never been trained this. It's always the great exactly. American dream, you know. Go out there, go out there and lust and love for money, and then they mm-hmm. want to take you to church. Yeah, you know, loving love of money is root of all evil. Well, what did you just tell me to do? Right. <laughs> you told yeah, me I mean, just you know go love evil, go make <laughs> evil, go be evil. <laughs> and watch this, Area sixty six. Watch this. You go out and you work the best you can. You give an honest day's work. You come home, the one you love is leaving because you work too much now. Yep. And and then you don't work enough, and they're like, well, you know, we got bills to pay. Where's right. the money? And it's like, yeah. I'm confused. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that's 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 the, the that's everybody's story. That's the your typical life story now. Everybody is in that position, and like there is so much division within families, like that. You know, the love and the family morals and the values and all of that stuff don't mean anything anymore to people. And it's yes, not that pay, they maybe necessarily me. doesn't mean anything to them. They don't, they, they, they are so submerged in their everyday enslavement. There's a guy in California no named, named, he calls himself Bob, California, and he calls, occasionally call Angela's call or Sonia. Mm-hmm. And he, he he would just ramble on and on, but he his his point made sense. Why do we get to this point where we just stick our hand out to somebody and say, "Pay me, you owe me something because I talked to you." <laughs> right. I helped you out. Pay me. Yeah. But how do we get here? Right. But I believe we're coming to a good, you know, way of. I think so. I think I think with the amount of people, like I used to think that technology and the internet and everything was like so evil. Like 
it just caused more problems. But, you know, there's, there's the good, too. You get people across the world talking to each other about these issues that we're talking about. And people start waking up and saying, you know what? Oh, my goodness. It's true. You know, if I just be a better person and be more productive and do the right, honest thing every day at the end of the day, and like you said, repent. So the more people that are talking about this stuff, the more people hear it and will maybe hopefully wake up themselves, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, get back to the common law, as Carl Lentz mentions, but he doesn't explain it the way it's truly set up, is uh, the uh, recording stuff and the proper status has always been the common law, so you know your neighbors, and if anybody comes in, you know, they could introduce themselves by the paper. Mm-hmm. It's all in how it's recorded with the Secretary of State or the county, whatever the case may be. But then, mm-hmm. you know, the statutory world has its place. Like, you know, when some when, when your neighbor asks you, who are you? You could pull out your arms, which would usually have a county seal or state seal on it. Mm-hmm. And say, yeah, I'm, I'm just so-and-so. I'm just one of the people from over here in another county or whatever. So I'm going to belong here. And you would notice your neighbor. That's the way it was. Well, right. They do the same thing in the statutory world. They put up, you know, information on their on their trucks. They have a license. It's a notice of what they are doing, just yeah. like your neighbor would. But the statutory world requires a license or a permit. So sadly, the people go get, you know, this little the state grants a license to anybody, pretty much. Right. Even though you don't, even though you don't need one, they'll grant you a license. We'll, you know, all happy like give you a tag for your car. Oh yeah, register it. Yeah, just give you a tag. Mm-hmm. And and you know your family and friends know you, but when Ossifer sees you, the first thing you pull out is that status. Right. And it says to him, "You are. We must regulate you." So that that brings me to a question for you. What's that? <laughs> um, do you operate your life in a statutory world? Yeah, a friend, the, a friend and I have been discussing and, and finding the the records of, of this, and thanks to Kirk Cullen back too. Mm-hmm. Is I I have a what they call a commercial driver's license. Mm-hmm. which doesn't apply to my private conveyance. Mm-hmm. And we have seen, because it's probably why it's, a sec- it's called secretary, yeah. is through the Secretary of, the Secretary of State um, where you can do your status thing. Yeah. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can get a private record for one thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be, you know, in a commercial world, you can have a license for that. So it would make sense for me to uh, uh, correct that soon, which we're working on. <clears throat> yeah. That way, that way, it's it's not conflicting. So, you know, mm-hmm. when someone some when someone asks for an ID or something like that, it's it's not really they're asking for a license. 
sometimes they say, can I see your driver's license? Like, well, no, I'm not really driving. But if you had the correct status, you know, right. to present, it's, it's the right to bear arms. It's whatever you present is what will determine your rights, you know, your W-R-I-T-E-S. Mm-hmm. Behold, so, it is written. It's on the record, you know. Whatever you present is only what they can go by. So if you present... If you present a, say, an authenticated certificate of live birth or birth certificate, rather than a driver's license. Let me see. Do you have uh, the ability to quickly look up the Internet? Mm -hmm. I want you to go in the search engine right quick. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. This will give you an idea called, just type in Texas, assumed name. You can separate those if you want. Texas, okay. assumed name. I just want to take one second. I just I just punched that in, but I just want to take a second. Some, some people have joined us. We have Law Fan, and we have Guest 4. Hi, Law Fan. <laughs> I believe everybody is unmuted. Law fan, no speaky. No talky, huh? Yeah, he he can go back to Aquila. I got this one. Law fan, why are you shy? <laughs> okay, so um, Texas assumed name. Yeah. <clears throat> it should be Form 503. Mm-hmm. Yes, Form 503. Just study that and it'll give you an idea. Think about Kurt Carlenbach's copyright name and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to copyright it. You just have to know how you're operating and when to what which what to use and what is the activity. You know, if you're not in a regulated activity that doesn't require a certain license, then your other right to bear arms come into play. And do you think any court, like a city municipal court, is going to over is going to go against the the seal of the Secretary of State? I don't think so. Hell no, because that's where no. they derive their power from the people and the state. Right. You often see you often see cases where the people versus somebody. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Right, the people, people versus you know X Y Z. The people is the Commonwealth, yes. The people are the common law. We have a Secretary of State to protect us. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll act on the people's behalf. The problem is we mm-hmm. don't always we're not always acting as people. Mm-hmm. We're all we're some we're most likely acting as a person. And person uh, instead of a people. Yeah, yeah. But here's the kicker: if you want to be a people, have a people's piece of paper, a writ, a right. Okay. You know your rights. You have a right to do this. Well, write it. And the Secretary of State well, will acknowledge it. Because here's, here's okay, what they do. All right. Well, okay. So, all right, let me see if this came to me the right way. Because it, it's, it takes a lot for me because every everything means, every word means something different in every context. So, you mean if you write it, like with your hand, and say it to be true, and have it authenticated? Mm-hmm. 
No. Well, what's what's the process? What's the commercial world? <clears throat> don't, don't the businesses go to the Secretary of State first? Mm-hmm. Don't they declare their status? Yes. And then it goes to the county that they seek to belong, B-L-O-N-G? Right. So what happens when you get a birth certificate, marriage certificate? Okay. A trusted a trusted source rec- it witnesses the event, okay? Yeah. Then they send their trusted source. They send that information to the Secretary of State's office. Right. The Secretary of State represents the birth of the people, mm-hmm. and they'll send back a certificate information, and mm-hmm. then it's recorded at the you know the registrar and the county that you were born in, or where you you know mom says you're going to live. Right. It's got the I mean, most vital records already have the seal on there. Mm-hmm. They just don't have. They've got a seal, a witness, and they've got this little immature baby, little immature things, you know, name on there. Right. That no one ever comes forth to complete the contract. Same thing with the marriage license. Some of you have a witness. It goes, you know. Get a certificate, and it's recognized by everybody. You ever heard that saying, what God has put together, let no man put us under? No. Well, it's, it's one of those scriptures like that, that people people twist. Well, when when the people write something or do it, you know, their status properly, and it gets the seal of the uh, secretary of the estate, mm-hmm. no one, no municipal corporation court, can question that. Okay. None. So when you have somebody like me who needs it put in very, very layman term, okay, how 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 do you go about explaining that to somebody? Because I totally grasp that, okay, and it's a matter of me really just understanding the languages. Well, let's forget the... Uh all that Secretary of State and statutory stuff. Let's look at it more simply. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a sister, correct? Yeah. Yep. You got any nephews or anything? I do. Okay. You don't issue out pieces of paper to police yourself. But to your nephew, your aunt or auntie, right. he doesn't have a piece of paper saying that, does he? No, he doesn't. Do you have a piece of paper saying, here's my license, I am auntie? No, I don't. But if you were required, let's say your family wanted to require a license to your nephew, you could be auntie. What if your sister came to you and says, who are you? Just just work with me here. She knows you're your sister. And you whoop out, you whoop out that I am auntie license. Mm-hmm. She's looking for her sister. You can't be her aunt. But what if you had a sister license? Having a sister license wouldn't make me an aunt. It would make me a sister. You have various titles or statuses commonly known. Yeah. Well, if you're one of the people with the right to travel, Mm -hmm. how come we're always presenting the title of a driver? Okay. You see what I'm saying now? I think so. So I have to I have to 
present myself as one of the people with the right to travel when my travel is being interrupted. You have a right to be secure in your persons, papers, and effects. Everything mm-hmm. in the thing they talk about the Constitution was about your rights. W R I T E S. Mm-hmm. Your status, your arms. What are you bearing? To your nephew, you're bearing the amp card. To a sissy, it's the sissy right. card. You can have various titles if you want. Right. This some may require a little monitoring. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you say I'm daughter, which I'm, I'm a citizen of the, you know, your mom and dad's family. You know, they may want to uh, regulate you until you reach maturity, or get out. Mm-hmm. You know, get uh, what, what do they call that? If anybody wants to look it up, it's actually on the records in most every state about surrender, surrender of title, surrender of interest. I don't know. So I haven't heard that. You, I just. All I've heard uh, is it reference to age of majority. I wish my friend was on here. He could explain it better. But what it is is we've all been trained through years of ignorance and right. TV that you got to have a license, you got to do this, and no one ever talks about your right to travel. Mm-hmm. Is we've we've granted the 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 corporate side of things. It's a dual system, by the way. It's a body politic and corporate. We've granted the corporate an interest in our activity or affairs. Right. It's like a policy, and they have police out there to enforce the policy. Right. Just like if you were to leave home and you grant uh, maybe a security guard or grant somebody an interest in watching your property, you know, they're they're going to make sure it's maintained until the king and queen returns to claim it. Like a CPS or a lost puppy, lost and found. It's just mm-hmm. an honorable... It's an honorable system. It's a beautiful system. When you know your status, it's like, you know, I've got this system in my absence to do these things, to take care of things until I return. Right. It's beautiful. So for, for, for those that don't know, you know, about the system and that it's really not there to to hurt people, you know, everybody kind of looks at the system as like, oh, this government, you know, uh, like they're the enemy. So, you know, for people who don't realize that, you know, it, it's there for our benefit. How, yeah, how do you... but sadly it's been occupied with some greedy, evil people. Yes. Corruption. No doubt about that. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's why I got so emotional a little while ago, and I really didn't mean that. I apologize. I, I'm just a really emotional being. And that, that's why I got so emotional. It's because, like, it just hurts my, my heart and my soul that, like, people blindside people like that or use trickery and lies and lack to disclose everything completely, you know? And, and they do it through the language of the law. And they, they, there's a lot of ways that they do it. But, I mean... Nothing, you you know how like in a court case, oh, well, this wasn't fully disclosed, so this case is dismissed and stuff like that. Well, in my personal opinion, how how can it ever be fully disclosed? How? How? Who's going to sit down and really fully disclose everything to me? Oh, they'll disclose it for you. Like if you sign, if you're in, if you sign up as one of the immature, 
you you don't really have to know. They'll make sure you. Uh, <laughs> they'll do it for well, you. Well, ex- exactly. They enter a plea on your behalf, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you. Right. About they entered a plea on my behalf. Now, was was that for my benefit? Yeah. I mean, they entered a not guilty plea. Great. Great, because you know what? I don't think I'm guilty of that that crime that I'm being charged of. You know, well, you, I'm guilty you look at the of system. acting like an idiot. Look at the system I uh, just uh, you know mentioned to you is when they see that tag and that license that you presented that granted state interest. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's really how the system is working. They have to make sure that the immature is handled properly. So really, none none of it matters. They're, they're caretakers. So the truth doesn't matter, basically. Well, there's there's truth, and there's just the way it, way things are done in the corporate world. Mm, and it's because, and it's because I am still, you know, under corporate under um, contract, I guess, with them. And yeah, have you have you heard? Cock- Kurt Kallenbach mentioned the uh, J.K. Rowling story about if you if you if you get one of the costumes mm-hmm. and play the role, then mm-hmm. you have granted her an interest in your you know in what you're doing because that's her that's her intellectual property. If they get the cost, no, I haven't heard that. If, they get, if it's, it's somebody like wears the costume and plays the role, <laughs> it's not copyright infringement. But if you get in, say, let's say a Mickey Mouse costume, yeah. And you're not acting all friendly and talking in a little mouse voice. Oh, I see. Then, yeah. then they're gonna they're gonna make sure you either one of two things: you either know your role and get out of that costume, or if you want to, mm-hmm. if you want to act in that costume, they will they'll make sure that you play the role properly. Mm-hmm. So when you present that license and you get that tag, it just says, "Hey, we gotta make sure they're playing, you know, <clears throat> acting right." Okay. That's that's state property, and the the people say, well, these corporations got to have these tags, and these corporations got to have these licenses. So mm-hmm. she's got those. So we got, you know, we got to make sure she doesn't right. harm the people. So basically, me even just you know beeping the horn and being out that late and and doing what I did was the harm cost. Oh, it was silly. It was kind of it was cute. I mean, hey, I'm not. I'm not against you on that, but yeah, I'm just just sit back and think. All I'm the saying in their eyes and under their system, you know. It's, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, you, you see, you see a, a like, horn. That's your own personal common law code. Mm-hmm. But when you're in public, and you get that license, and you know that tag, right. and you're beeping the it's, horn, that horn says emergency. That horn emergency. says uh, right. crazy, exactly. crazy immature. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, God, God bless that cop. You know, I mean. It could have went better differently, of course, but... Uh, it really could have, but you know what? I also, I totally get where he's coming from because the person I was with was inebriated. She was really inebriated, and she... I have all my documents scanned in, by the way, and, like, I'm I am an open book other than giving my personal information, um, you know, so that people can see the police reports and how, how it all, you know, came into play and... Um, and, and and why I'm so passionate about really I didn't really I didn't do this like I can't I don't know I have to find a way to to really kind of look at this and and let go of it maybe I don't, I don't know 
But um, the person that I was with was just so disruptive and rude and damn near beat up the police officer. And, you know, she she got cuffed and taken um, for that. And um, I I honestly think (laughs) if she just shut up, she was trying to talk for me too. It's just how she is. She's always been like that. And she just, a lot of people don't like her because of it. So, you know, if she just shut up, I I feel like things would have went differently from the beginning. Um, You know, not saying that me beeping the horn wasn't stupid. I fully, fully, like, admit that, you know. But um, I, I think that just kind of was the icing on the cake. And you're guilty by association. They say you're only as good as the people you hang out with or whatever. I haven't spoken to her since because I just refuse. I refuse to to be with people like that. What's the charge anyway? What evidence does the witness have or the officer? They often call witnesses. What evidence does anyone have that you were intoxicated? Um... I told him I went to dinner and had a drink. Oh. A drink. We had, have you been drinking? Had, I said, oh, I, I had a drink at 7.30 this evening. Um, that's about yeah, it. It depends on your body weight, but doggone if you had a big dinner, too, and waited four hours. Oh, I ate all good. night. I was there for four hours. I was at the restaurant for four hours. I literally, like I said, had the one drink. And spent the night talking to the manager of the establishment because we were just having a great conversation. And, you know, it was just. What was that? Mexican, Mexican, Mexican food, right? Yeah. Yeah, good thing you weren't speeding through a neighborhood and be like, why, why are you stopping me? Uh, why are you driving too fast? Well, I just ate Mexican. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> I really had to go. <laughs> yeah, though, sometimes, sometimes the salsa. And depending on what you get and where you get it, can be worse than alcohol. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was, and and honestly, I I am even the type of person like I can't lay my head down on the pillow at night with like lies or deceit. Like I can't fool people. I can't trick people. Um, I just I can't, I can't carry that kind of stuff. I try to be, you know, as virtuous as I can because it's just in my nature and. I'll admit there have been times where I should have been stopped, <laughs> where I did not do the right thing, and I drove when I shouldn't have. Thank you, God, nobody has ever gotten hurt. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I did some some pretty stupid stuff. And I think that's another reason why I'm, I'm so torn over this and, and really just don't know what to do with it. If we had smaller towns, and it was back in the old days where people went to sleep by 7 or 8 or 9, mm-hmm. you know, the the known alcoholics or people who want to misbehave after hours, well, they're the only ones on the road, you know. So how about mm-hmm. just don't plow through my house, you know. Right, right. They, they could weed themselves out, but in today's, yeah. in today's world, there's all sorts of people doing everything 24 hours. But in a small town, it could be different. I mean, you got right. four or five, four or five drinking and traveling, whatever you want to call it. They're they're in public, moving around. You know, they're going to cause harm to right. themselves or others. Yeah, 
I'm not one of these guys. Well, no one was harmed. Yeah, thank God. Thank God is right. Yeah, no, I know. And then that's why I say it. When I when I did do things like that when I was younger and I was like, you know, stupid. I did. I admit it. You know, I admit it. And I'm, I'm and I think, wow, my kids could have been roaming the streets and hit by a drunk driver. I could have really hurt someone when I made those choices I used to make. You know, but I I grew up and and you know. <laughs> I know you can't do those things. So I was the designated driver. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, maybe it's wrong for me to say I was designated driver and admit I had a drink, but there's a legal limit, isn't there? You know, so. Yeah, it's a hell of an undertaking to to, uh, get to a point in your life to where you think, you know, if if I'm I'm grown and I'm supposed to be mature, some things you like doing, but. You know, when I'm out and about, there's other people or persons, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, and I do not want to – I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm not going to do that because if I have a – let's say I have a right to, you know, consume five margaritas in mm-hmm. an hour and get behind the wheel at 2 a.m., well, they have a right, they, they have a right to do that too, not to, you know, not to do that. And if I'm out there doing it, I'm at high risk of injuring them and other things. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Right. So I do it in private, or you know, do it at home, or spread it over a period of time where I'm not tipsy. But yeah, when you get to a status in life, it's like yeah, I just I can't do that. I I would yeah. hate to know yeah. that someone was injured because of my negligence. Right. That would hurt me. I mean, that would hurt me worse than anything. Right. It really would. It would. It would destroy me. Like you know, it it would be something that rightfully I deserve to feel the pain that I'm feeling for causing it. You know what I mean? But I just and then then today's today's crazy people. I'm a child. I I know Jesus and I have a constitutional right. It's like no, sorry, the common law. You don't have a right to harm other people. You don't. You don't. I don't care what you call yourself. That's that's another thing. A lot of people kind of, you know, listen to to these calls and go in the forums and kind of sign up for the <laughs> the spiel that people give, and then they just go rattling it off like they know what they're talking about. When they're not, they they they're not really practicing what they're preaching, they're just kind of I don't know, maybe joining a cause or something. Like my it. It is my intention and desire to really get and grasp. Are you talking about the ones Carl Carl mentions about we're not the Puritans and Pilgrims we used to be? So they'll just run over, you know, they'll do 80 through a school zone and hit a kid and then they'll say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And they'll just do it again. They're They're looking for a quick way to cover their bad behavior. Right. Yeah. And not and and not deal with as harsh of a consequence, right? Yeah. See, that's not me. No, I I like really learn from my mistakes, and it's it's kind of like to a fault. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I analyze it from every angle that I can, and you know I try to get as much input as I can, and I I just I really like to learn. I guess so. Not not everybody could understand when I was saying a few weeks ago that, you know, it's not really about the outcome of the case. It's 
really more me learning from it. No matter what the well, no matter what the outcome, it's more about me learning from it and getting closer to where I want to be. Well, you know, when we talk about as a person, we grew up in this. We grew up in this world like this because I don't know if it was due to the a guy named Colin Derrick calls it a psychological programming to where mm-hmm. you know back in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds like when the Great Depression happened, it mainly affected the business world or inner city. It didn't affect the people out in the country. So, because they could grow their own stuff and had their own lifestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. But but the inner city people, the corporate people, depended upon this system that was told was going to save you. It's the American dream. Go get yeah. a job. And, and the whole thing crashed, really? Well, thank you. Appreciate that. But, Part of the uh, drug culture, the misbehaving, the people going crazy, it's all due to this not knowing our status. Yes. And it could be, you know, lack of nutrition. People drink, you know, there's alcohol out there, but yet people get pulled over to the DUI at the same time, but the bars are mm-hmm. still open. People are still going to the bars in their vehicles. Yeah. But let me let me, let me show you something. Let me let me walk with me in theory. You you know of Carl Lance talking about the common law, right? Yeah. Well, watch this. <clears throat> if you sign up for something and you are granted permission to have, you know, you have a license and stuff like that, presume that you're going to act as a person with all those rules. You can't drink and drive, blah, blah, blah. You got to do this, can't do that, blow here, walk this. But let's say in theory, the way it should be and the way it was, I guarantee it. Back in the old days, you had people who couldn't drink and drive, like say your truckers, your businessmen, anybody doing commerce in your town, the city employees. You know, they had duties and responsibilities, of course. But let's say you're not one of them, and you get behind the wheel. You're you're drunk, and a you know a, a city cop or a county sheriff pulls you over. They can, you know, if you're if you're not one of those people with those licenses and all those duties and responsibilities. If you're just one of the people, supposedly a fellow kingsman or statesman, they can. It's called breach of the peace. Yes. Where this is what the people commonly said, you know, true kings and queens just don't do this in public. Mm-hmm. They keep they keep it in private. Then they can be charged under the what they call the common law. The hearing is to where a jury of your peers can decide if this is acceptable or it's not. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side of that is the statutory world to where you clearly have duties and responsibilities in that immature state. So those codes apply to that person doing that activity. They don't have to worry about you. Kings and queens are busy. They don't have to worry about it, you know. Right. You can go You can go for a judge, have a lawyer, have this administrative hearing. So that's, that's part of the process. But we've gotten yeah. away from that. Through years of indoctrination. Yeah. Yep. We sure have. 
you uh, you like that? Um, you ever do any Edam online? Looking at Edam online? No. Hang on, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna join a call. Hello? Hello? I don't know how to do this whole phone thing. You're trying to join a call? Yeah, just a swap. Usually when I join them, it's when I call. Oh. I'm, I merge them. Oh, okay. Uh, what was I talking about? I was just rambling on and on and on. <clears throat> you were asking if I Adam had heard of something. Yeah. Adam? E-T-Y? No. M-O-N line? No. Okay. Tap it on your computer if you don't mind. Head to online. Okay. E- <clears throat> I'll spell it if you need. E T Y M O N line. When you hit, hit enter, it's like a etymonline.com dictionary or something. Oh, etymology. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Tap, tap, tap that up if you can where you type in words and I'll give you a word to look at. So etymology, this is um, word origins. Is that what etymology is? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to get the search Mm -hmm. box? Yep. Now you've heard about the conspiracy theory about the birth certificates and the Vatican and all this stuff, right? Yes. And the church and the state. Well, guess what? When it comes to the state, we the people, it's the e-state. We are the state. Mm-hmm. And the church, now, now this is going to show you how these theories, conspiracy theories get out there, but there is some truth to it. Mm-hmm. The system is following the system beautifully. Um, type in the word V-A-T, VAT. <laughs> okay. And just read that beautiful definition. <clears throat> oh boy. <laughs> it's funny. What's that? Well, it's funny because it's referring to a large tub or cistern, especially for holding liquors when they're in an immature state. Does that not jump out at you? It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. An old English container. You ever heard about uh, Ponce de Leon? Yes. Coming to find what? Oh, my God. I think it was Ponce de Leon. What was what was he looking for? <laughs> the Fountain of Youth. Right. 
it's making sense yet. Well, it it is. I'm going to be <clears throat> looking up these words for the next week because, um, you know, when you're looking at one thing and you see another word. Yeah. And you get you you start bringing everything together. Oh my goodness. So, so yeah, he's <laughs> looking for the yeah. fountain of youth, meaning <clears throat> the the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> the liquor, wine, the new wine, the spirits. Right, right. You know, immature state. The immature state. Yeah. The vat, Vatican. Mhm. It's the protector of the. You know, they need salvation. Mhm. Until they mature. What what does CPS basically do if if someone doesn't claim a a, ch- a child? You know, when it gets eighteen, what do they do? They release it. Yeah. It's it can still be administrable if no one claims it, but yeah, until it reaches age of maturity, they gotta take care of it. So they just follow <laughs> they just follow God's law. Right. That's what well, I think they are. And that's where the uh, birth record comes in. It's just a way of making sure things of value are taken care of until someone claims them. So now when we reach the, you know, state of maturity or majority and, you know, we start to realize these things and we want to, you know, make that known... How do we how do we do that? How long were you planning to do this call? Um, I put it on for two hours just because I, I let me make a let me make a call. I was gonna I'm gonna, um, I'm, gonna I'm gonna merge calls. Let me make a call. Okay. You there? Mhm. I don't know how to make multiple calls. So okay. you're, you're well, trying to call a a person or another another conference? Well, when, so, when someone calls me, mm-hmm. I can I can answer it, but then they hang up and I don't, the phone system doesn't go back to normal. It still says swap calls, or uh, sometimes it'll be like. Do you have uh, a merge call? Yeah, when I call them, but my phone was interrupted while I go by that other call. Uh, what's your talk show ID? Is it one four one? I'll call it back. It is. Jeez. <laughs> no, what did I just do? I think I just left the chat thing. Crap. One four. Am I in there still? I don't know. Uh oh. I'll put I'm, you on. One four one two ten. One four one two ten. Yeah, I'll call you right back. I gotta write this down. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh crap! I think I got out of it. Hello. I'm here. Oh, hey, who's that? Is that you, Lawfan? Yeah, it's Lawfan. Hi. Hey. 
Yeah, I see. I'm going? not. I'm not. You know, great at navigating this thing yet. So, <laughs> how's it going? Uh, are you Are you doing it off? Uh, how, how are you doing? Are you doing it off Skype or or are you doing it off the phone? I'm. I am. I have called in to the call, and I am online um, oh, okay. for the chat and everything. So. So where are I you think, from? Um, I'm from New Zealand. New Zealand, huh? Yeah. Where Where are you from? I am from the United States, Massachusetts. Okay. I sort of like um. I thought like because I heard you before. I I thought um you had a slight Canadian. Accent in there, but I wasn't sure. Oh, funny! <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Sometimes, um, because uh, every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll pronounce or really enunciate an R or something. <laughs> ah, so how long so, have you been into law studies? I have been. Um, kind of paying attention to it and and trying to learn it on my own um for yeah, for probably i would say in totality about 10 years um oh wow but more just like when i have the time it's not it's not a you know yeah, yeah. That's not something Lots I've really. Yeah, I'm not disciplined enough to really sit down and and make sure I do it. I I learn better in a classroom setting. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, so yeah. you need like you need like curriculum or something to follow, or yeah, yeah, usually. Because otherwise, yeah, I sort of, uh, you know, I, I get really distracted. I kind of, I start reading something and then, you know, a word will stick out to me that I don't really know what it means and I'll go look up the word. And then while I'm in the dictionary, I'll, I'll you know, so it's kind of like, <laughs> almost like an attention deficit. Uh, so I, yeah, I get overwhelmed trying to learn. What happened? Hello? Hey. Hello? Hello. Oh, is that Northern Northern one? Hi. Yeah, I had him call in. I'm on. I'm on his call. Yeah. Oh, okay. He called you and merged. Ah. Uh, that's your double alias, eh? Face one. Yes. Yeah. He. He's full of a lot of wisdom, and uh, I've been informing <laughs> Aries Triple uh, Six of uh, you know a few things that we've uncovered. But uh, when she first started the call. The first thing that jumped out, because she was mentioning about she's tired of the gurus talking about just do this and do that, and it's not working, it's not making any sense, and she's seeing a, yeah, yeah, an, anom- yeah. an, an anomaly here with uh, people that say just write them a letter, and, uh, and she's not angry at the system. She sees that kind of we've all asked for it mm-hmm. in ignorance. <laughs> yeah. So she's, so she's, she's on, she's, I guess you call what we call awake. 
Mm-hmm. She's not mad. Yeah, she, well, doesn't wanna, she doesn't blame the Illuminati, all that good <laughs> stuff, you know. Uh, uh, that's good to wake up, to be aware of something like that. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, like, we, sorry, go. It, it, it's just for me, you know, I'm, I'm awake and I am seeing these things and I'm, you know, accepting them. But I don't have, you know, the wits about me, I guess, to, to really dissect it all and, and take it all in and learn it, you know, on my own, I guess. So I kind of was looking a few weeks ago. I had reached out and said, you know, I don't have really anyone in this area that I can chat with and, and talk to about these things and in and in the each state, you know, the laws and the codes and everything are, are different and I'm trying to find stuff for Massachusetts and I just kinda of was reaching out to to talk to people and I just got a lot of everybody everybody crap. you talk to wait. Right. Everybody talk to you. You need to get your license and you need to pay your taxes and be a good yeah. citizen. Yeah, and you know, it was just you know, everything that I've ever heard, yep, there was like 10 or 12 different, you know, remedies thrown at me. But but the thing that really got me was most of these people wouldn't just answer my questions and, you know, yeah. and, and, and wanted me to meet up with them in some group. And, and for me, you know, if I had information that I thought was vital, I, I would kind of... I guess you don't just share it with everyone because it's not for everybody's ears. Not everybody's ready to hear this stuff. And a lot of people abuse it. So I get that. Well, Aaron, Face One just got off of work, but I don't know his state of mind, his status today. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, listening in. I'm all right. Yeah, Face, face One, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's awake to the uh, status situation that we, we've talked about and backing out slowly and correcting her record and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She's, she's very, she's inquiring, she's inquiring more. She's not mad at the, the cop that gave her a ticket like a long time ago and stuff. She's just trying to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I told her it's because he has a duty to take care of the immature persons mm-hmm. or those who are, yeah. you know, yeah, signed up for the, uh, Duty to ad- administer those who wish to be administered, right? Right. You know, and so it's it's not his fault. Even though there's still humans and sometimes they go overboard and act like dicks or, or sometimes they're real nice. Mm-hmm. But, but he's only right. doing what's on paper, you know. He, he's not acting willy-nilly. Right. You know, so... Um, he's not yeah, saving me out papers. and picking on me, basically. He's just doing what he knows to do and what he's supposed to do. And yeah. and my thing is, you know, um, I get that, you know, with, with each thing that we do in life, we act in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I, I brought her. Be... I brought her up to speed. I brought her mm-hmm. up to speed on that. Uh, the paper you mentioned. Yeah. How how the it's the right to bear arms, and it's always the only paper that we know these days is the paper that's in plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what we identified ourselves as. As yeah, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> a lot of folks do. Hey, to each his own. Uh, some people want to, let's say, I'll use words like operate. People want to operate under limited liability for for one main reason is they have no knowledge of anything else. 
they, right. they do believe you have to have a license. You have to pay taxes. You have to go 30 when the sign is yelling at you to go 30, you know, stuff like that. So, But that's fine. Uh, but mm-hmm. as Rowdy and I and probably you know or you know and whoever else is on this call, it's like there's more than one way. This is not the only way. Right. Uh, because it's clearly outlined in the foundational documents of at least the United States. There's two different systems uh, in mm-hmm. play. And so uh, clearly, number one, there's the people. And number two, there's the government. There's the immediate separation right there. Um, right. And then it just gets more and more complex as you dig deeper into the administrative side. Yeah, it does. The government has definitely covered all their bases on any want and need and permit and permission that any of us would ever want or need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they got it figured out. Come on down. Yeah. Yep. But uh, that's not the only way. So, um, Who else is on this call? The accented gentleman. I think we, we've spoke before, haven't we? That is lost, uh, yeah. 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 Law How fan? are you doing? Uh, are you, yeah. Law fan, you're in Australia? Uh, New Zealand. Or New Zealand, I'm sorry. I yeah. always get that mixed up. Right on. Well, good talk to you again. Good to hear you. Yeah, I've talked to you a few times on the chat. Yeah. You're the one that came up with Jibba Jabba, right? Uh, I think Roddy came up with it. Oh, did oh, Roddy do that? <laughs> No, someone did it on one of the calls, and it just took off. Yeah, it exploded. So, uh, so what uh, does anyone like? I'll, I guess I'll say talk about something happened to me recently. Did, Roddy, did you tell him about my ticket and stuff? No, I mentioned to her about no administrative court. If you have the proper record, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff is acknowledged, like the corporate world by the Secretary of State. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I said a proper status, no lower court is going to try to go against that seal of the people. So can can I just step in here for a second? So I, um, you know, back when I first started hearing about the birth certificate stuff, it was like, you know, run and authenticate it. And then you have to do this. And now what you want to do is insert it into your court file. And so I, I did mm-hmm. get from vital records my my copy my certificate of live birth copy i did um go to the state house and then i did um not the state house i'm sorry what one ashburton place in boston it's the um is it i think it's already been authenticated with that seal and i sent and, and i sent it out and had it authenticated so I have an, an authenticated certificate of life birth, okay? And the, the, the yeah. route that – go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying, I'm with Roddy on that one. I'm pretty sure it's already um, authenticated mm-hmm. through the um, the state or whatever. But from yeah. the birth. Already got the state seal the on state. it. They uh-huh. said, yeah, this is, real. this is a real event. We acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. We agree. It's very important. So we're going to keep it kind of in the vital records. Right. Okay. So now originally, you know, what I what I was going to do um, was take that, that I, you know, the copy that I, I got and sent out 
and, and receives back and go register it myself in the county that I was born. Have you noticed that they never say you need to go get this authenticated when like a place wants to use it? Mhm. Because they recognize that seal on it. Because it already is. Okay. It are yeah. So is is the authentication process just for when you go into other countries? Because when you go onto um, the travel.gov websites of the state that you live in, you know it lists um, the documents that they will authenticate. Well, let somebody uh, else cover that. I, I think uh, Phase One has good stuff about uh, what is that thing when you passport. Sometimes it's good mm-hmm. to show yourself as a uh, a citizen, maybe because you you know you have the protection of the uh, the government. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Phase One? Uh, there's depending on what I I believe this is all just what I think. Uh, you know, depending on what you're going to do abroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain other jurisdictions, other countries, may want, um, let's say, further proof of verification, authentication, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, depending on what you're going to do, let's say you're going to be working at a chemical plant, or you know, there's going to be certain clearances and right. uh, backgrounds and stuff. But the authentication for travel abroad has is is for the safety of the of the foreign jurisdiction that you're going into All right, right? Okay. so, so yep. then there the united states is saying yep you you better trust us you better believe us you know we're top notch we don't lie cheat steal blah 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 well we'll bear liability for her. and when she goes abroad because we're we're offering you this protection when she goes abroad you must offer her the full protection of of your laws also right. if she gets hurt or you know raped or whatever all this stuff mm-hmm. that uh, the United States can then bring a claim for you in your name you got the backup which is uh very important when you start moving out of uh, let's say the United States jurisdiction mhm you know um but when we <clears throat> live in it right where we live around it and mm-hmm. uh we're our whole life is about it and it's very hard to see the the line the border right, right. so that's where roddy and i have kind of just, just pounded our brains left and right and come up with the idea and the thought that the the did you talk about the duality roddy yeah, I, I did the best I could to show the dual system, how we've been on the uh, opposite side. Instead of acting as a people, we've been involved in being a person. Yeah. But, for example, when I go to China, I can tell immediately I'm in a different jurisdiction. You know, mm-hmm. it, everything's different. So, Or most things are different. So, But when you're here at home, it's really hard to tell. And it's also really hard to tell for, let's say, police or or government departments what jurisdiction you are operating in or acting as. So there's a overwhelming presumption that you are operating in, let's say, a statutory uh, democracy jurisdiction. Right. And and that's why the the first thing they'll do is run and check the records whenever <clears throat> they, whenever there's a um, communication with you or confrontation or a, mm-hmm. you know and they'll run and check the record real quick because they don't want to step on the people's toes yeah 
and we always show that we're in the administrative jurisdiction realm, you know, and that's what we're trying to get out of. Exactly. That's that's exactly what what I'm trying to do, is trying to get out of the administrative jurisdiction. Sorry. Go go ahead. (laughs) That's what I I was telling her earlier, is when you, you know, when you bear your arms and show that kind of statutory you know, license or, or or proof of you know just who you are, your status. The first thing they'll be like, oh, we get it, we gotta make sure you, you better behave, boy. You better behave, mm-hmm. girl. With people, you don't want to harm the people. We gotta, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, a government's instituted to secure rights and protect property. Right, and, and that's that, what, that that's right what they're doing. That's what You know, everybody gets caught up on the whole gun thing. You know, it's not. Bear arms, arms, you know, arm yourself, protect you. You have the right to bear protection, right, basically? To, and, to, uh, it's, it's like armor. Yeah, it's right, exactly. Chocolate thing, I think. Yeah. Armor, and, and, you know, it could be it could be a document, it could be, you know, words, it could be... Armor you know, can be, yeah, armor can be, let's say, anything to protect you physically let's say like a metal suit it can also yeah. be a shield it can also yeah. be a sword and, and, and a status <laughs> and and then this, this. In, in this world yes words words are our best armor the record actually is our best our voice this. our our will right what's that law fan i was saying like you know how it says like you had the right to bear arms um, is that like saying like um, is that like saying from like say the police's perspective to the people like the citizen, is that like saying um, you have the right um, to produce your arms like as in um, like your guns or whatever, and it's like basically so we can take them off you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, look at I'm it, not yeah. reading too much into it. No, I, I like that question. I like that angle because it, it is, it's almost like, is it them saying, you know, you have the right to protect or defend yourself right now and and not necessarily meaning, you know, pull out a gun and shoot me. But if you have the correct paper or you have the correct words and you can prove, you know, your, I guess, what, standing or status right now, you have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully under the full protection of the law, just like you are held under the weight of the law if you violate some law, the opposite is also true, that when you show who you are, what you're doing, and you have not committed a, uh, I call them common law crimes, harm, loss, injury, damage, you know, if you have not done that, then you should be also protected by the, the full weight of the law, not accused and uh, presumed by the full weight, you know. Right. And, so if you don't, uh, if you don't know how to, you know, tell them that, then, do you know what I mean? If you don't know how to, to tell them that or to do that, the, we, yeah, we we never we we can a man let's say can never ever talk to a police officer. Um, we do, but only to provide enough information so that he can run and check his record. What what 
Is he mm-hmm. obligated? What authority does he have in this situation with this person or man? That's and, what he's uh, checking? That's exactly what he's checking. Hey, face one, I told her so, about that Texas assumed name document. Mm-hmm. Right, I have that up now, but I, in a tab. What, what I did... What I didn't tell her is, and there's some good parts in there, but we talked about, like the corporate. I talked about the corporations going through the Secretary of State, mm-hmm. but here's the part that I didn't add to it: that when a document is written properly or your status is corrected properly, the Secretary of State will send notice to the county and the jurisdictions that you want to be operating in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when they check the record properly. They do. Now, I've heard this done, but I know it's true. It's got to be that when they check the record, maybe you identify yourself with a little number, whatever you want to do. You'll have the papers on you or a copy. When they check that record, it should say, do not administrate DNA. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll know your status, just like when the corporation goes through your Secretary of State, goes through your county, you present that ID, they know what to check. It's all good. So yeah, that, and, 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 that's pretty much where I, where I want to get to. But, I mean, where I don't know how, does am I, my, my, what, the, what I'm getting is that I don't deserve to be there or to, or to get to that status or place because I don't completely, you know, know the words to say or the process, you know, to, to do when I talk to people. That, that's, that's the feeling I'm getting. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Um, But we have to remember that there are no correct words. Uh, Whatever you say, you can say anything Mm -hmm. you want. And whatever you say, I have to believe is true. Until you prove otherwise by your actions, maybe you lied to me or I find out somehow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe your neighbors know you. You know, I can I can go talk to people that know you. And but until that happens, anything you say is true. So that, right. it happens all the time, actually, in the business world. Also, the how to say this? There is the innocent until proven guilty. Even though we don't, uh, in let's say traffic matters, it doesn't work that way because we've already signed our name and said we want to be administered. Oh crap! Okay. Three thousand codes, right? So traffic management isn't like that. But in the business world, when um, when businesses interact with each other, they on paper remember it's all on paper. um, There is no assumption that oh he's lying or he's a bad business until there's a report that Mm -hmm. Monsanto you know did some bad things and there's a report that then the businesses can rely on. Now, in our case, um, you know, we can say whatever we want, but but remember, we're not talking to anyone except our, our the fellow people around us. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks have the idea, you know, I'm going to go in and talk to the county clerk and stuff. And I, I actually thought this way too, not very long ago. But then Roddy and I talking, I realized that there's nobody there. The only right. thing I'm doing is offering a service and putting my voice down on paper, all the records, mm-hmm. so that you and your office, you can check it. And that's all you know. You cannot judge me on my words. Mm-hmm. But you can judge me on a previous record, let's say, of a felony or something. They, then, then it's questionable, and it should be. Right. 
I, I don't want a bunch right. of people out there lying, you know. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> so the, there is no process if all these people talk about processes and do yes, this yes, and do yes. that. Uh, we're just trying to f- figure out and, and talk to p- uh, people like y- yourselves. Um, we're just trying to make it clear in our mind, and then each one of our processes will be different, right? Mm-hmm. We're not all going to do the exact same thing, but the end result will be the correct <clears throat> status that we wish to be known as. Right. And we'll do it honorably. <clears throat> if we if we signed up for all these other administrative personal positions, like driver and all this stuff, uh, we'll right. honorably back out. Earlier, well, that's, see, that's what I that that is exactly what I want to do. I had a I had a conversation with a friend of mine a couple weeks ago, and I was saying to him that you know the Social Security Administration. I didn't sign up to you know have a Social Security number when I was you know a baby and infant. My mom signed my birth certificate and said yes, you know, give my child a Social Security number. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know what would have happened like happened if she hadn't. You know what I mean? And it says right on that card that it is owned by the Social Security Administration and that at any point, at any given time, I can have to give it back to them if they ask for it. Remember earlier I told yeah. you about knowing your role and how we've yeah. grown up not knowing our status. Yeah. But once, <clears throat> also I mentioned about, you know, to your nephew, your auntie, and to your sister, your sissy poo. Yeah. Well, in this case, you can be a, a people with rights and come along, all that good stuff. But you got to realize, in some situations, if you want a license, with that license, it's all um, how you present it. Right. So this is to this your, is to, this your, is what... to, your, to to your nephew, you can't play the role of sissy. Right. To your so sister, you can't play the role of auntie. At. You know. With the Social Security Administration, what if I, you know, go into the office? And I say to them, this is not mine. I didn't know this. Why? I've done this. You have? You have? You've literally gone and tried to return it? No, I went to the SSA administration. Can you tell me more about this? Um, do I need this to work and all that good stuff? And most of the mm-hmm. documents are online. But uh, no, it's just all about how you identify yourself. Like when they say, okay, what's your social security number? It's like immediately you pop it out right off. Right. Why? What, yeah. We've been trained to do that. But if right. you look at the actual laws, it's like, I'm not signing up for a government benefit here. If I want a right. Social Security benefit, you know, it's better be a government job. But yeah. like Face One was talking, there was a Taco Bell situation where they said, all right, what's your Social Security number? And they wouldn't hire the guy, right? Is that what happened, Face One? Yeah, you have to look it up exactly, but I'll give you the gist that I heard in this 15 and a half. In America, in certain states, you can work when you're 15 and a half. He went to, this kid went to Taco Bell. He didn't have a social security number, actually, and so he didn't put one down. And they 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 sent him a rejection, you know, letter, and stated on there, you know, you did not <laughs> fill out this form completely, and uh, and here's the problem, social security, this, this, this. Well, I guess his parents got wind of it, and they had a lawyer friend or something, and uh, <clears throat> it's the the business... Taco Bell cannot deny you work for because you did not provide a government issued ID or, or number or benefit. You know. Yeah, they can't force you into a privilege. 
yeah, business and government are different, right? Right. And, um, so, they, and so he, basically, he, you he just said they can't them. force you into a privilege. Um, so they right. were trying they, they to should. force him to now, they do, have they the do, privilege they to work do. rather than the right to work? Now, watch this. They do check a record because these businesses have a duty to pay to right. the people or to their God, their creator, their author, mm-hmm. a certain percentage of their revenue. They're the mm-hmm. birth, let me tell you how important and beautiful the vital records is. Mm-hmm. On the vital records, there's no social security number. It doesn't say you're a citizen. Mm-hmm. It is in all caps for a reason. But mm-hmm. that birth record well, is evidence enough to show that you are one of the people and you have rights to do this. Right. That's all they need. They don't need a social security number. It's even on the rules. But, but real Not, quick, that doesn't mean we go get our birth certificate and start waving it around to every administrative agency that contacts right. us. What will we do? <clears throat> because there's the overwhelming presumption, the presumption of law that you are one of us. You 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 agree to the business statutory world. We're all going to act in this manner because it is regulated and controlled, and it brings order uh, to society. Okay, and so. What uh, what we can't do is start waving our birth certificate around saying, "No, this is uh, this is me. I'm the people. I'm the people." First, mm-hmm. you ha- you have to honorably say, "Thank you so much for protecting me." It, you know, the business world, the the uh, corporate government. Thank you so much for protecting me. Uh, but this is this is another status that I act as, and and when I present, uh, if if I get stopped. We'll just use traffic as most common. If I get stopped and I present this name, this is the exact record that shall be looked up. You do not go searching around through other records trying to find oh, all this garbage. So you, you know. If I give you my Social Security number, you look up information that is attached to my Social Security number only. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. If so, I give you my birth let, name. Let me, let me tell you about how simple... It is that Eric, that face one explained to me. It's all about the record. Look at Elvis. Look at all the record companies. It's all about the damn record. Right. And if you if you want to tell the story about that Taco Bell, the first mistake they made was telling you why they didn't hire you because mm-hmm. they incriminated themselves. Oh and yeah. How much was the uh, uh, how much was the alleged settlement? Uh, four million, I think. The judge, the judge ordered four million. Ju- the judge did that. The he didn't ask for that much compensation but uh the what the the court can uh well how do you say this give what it deems necessary to teach the wrongdoer a lesson so it ordered mm-hmm. four million to that kid and his family mm-hmm. and um and and that's the court did the right thing too because they don't want these lawsuits coming up again it was a big notice to all the business world do mm-hmm. at least don't, crimin- don't do incriminate yourself yeah at least don't incriminate yourself if you're gonna right. if you're not gonna do it don't don't write it in a letter saying why but uh mm-hmm. now there's also rules that when let's say you don't get hired by a company I, it, it, we'd have to check this but by law they have to tell you why otherwise it's discrimination yeah. you know right you can't say no But I can, if Roddy wanted to come work for me, even if I offered to, hey, I'm looking for someone to mow my lawn, and he showed up, I can tell him no because I'm I'm people, I'm real, 
you know, mm-hmm. I I can contract or not. It doesn't. I don't have to write excuses why and all this stuff. However, if I'm acting as a citizen or a resident and I put out public notice of my lung needing to be mowed and Rowdy showed up and I told him no, he would have mm-hmm. a claim against me, a civil mm-hmm. claim, uh, because I was not acting fairly and I'm supposed to, it's presumed I'm supposed to follow all these rules and be fair and keep order and all this stuff. But when we're acting as people, uh, we don't act rude and usually we, we don't act yeah, usually we act honorably. So I, I would tell Roddy, no thanks, you're too tall or something. Uh, you know, but, right. But there's two different worlds. That's what we're still right. getting at, you know. And, and their their world is all on paper. Everything is on paper. They cannot about the record. anything that's not on paper. But we can't. Aries. Our, our yeah. rules are unwritten. Aries, have you ever seen a deal where a judge needed to preside over, like, Two corporations want to merge. I have never personally seen the, a case the securities like that. and I mean, exchange and all that. These two companies are so big and they want to merge. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed the same thing with these marriage licenses? Yeah. Yeah. Have you Have you ever noticed? Have you ever wondered about the common law and how people did it in the old days? They had merely recorded. In their Bibles, their community knew it. They had pronounced yes. it, and it was signed, yes. sealed, and delivered. Yes, yes. Well, the, well, then the business world said that's a fucking good idea. Sorry, my, 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 that's a good idea. We'll do that for the corporate world. Yeah. So it's presumed okay. that when you ask for a license, you're merely a citizen, a person, a corporation that needs mm-hmm. permission to do this. You it's know, the, it's, so it's funny a dual, it's a dual, it's a dual system. So funny that you bring this up because when I started. Studying the birth certificate stuff, you know, I, for some reason, when I went to Vital Statistics, I got my marriage license as well, copies of my marriage certificate, I'm sorry, as well. And I didn't know why, I said, I might need these, you know, so I started looking at it, and I'm saying, wow, this looks a lot like a a birth certificate, or a, you know, um, what's the other one I had, the dedication for the church you know these these all look kind of similar there's, there's got to be a reason why you know this is being done why couldn't my husband and i just say you know we choose to enter into matrimony and consummate the marriage like people did way back when because as far as i'm concerned we consummated our marriage back in 1993 and we've been together ever since and i just did the wedding because it's what people do and I went and I got this marriage license, and now we have this certificate. And I'm looking, and, you know, I'm saying this pastor that married us is like a third party. You know, he's a he's a witness. I get that. And he, you know, I don't know, I guess gets certified or whatever to marry people. But my marriage was already recognized in the eyes of God. He's a credible uh, witness or a mandated reporter, as I call him, that sends that so to the secretary of the state or the county. Because yeah, imagine you're this big evil entity called Satan. I'll call him a lawyer, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're look and you're looking at the common law, the godly way, the honorable way, and you're saying, "How can I convince these people to make me some money and really okay. have fun with this?" I'm going to tell them, you know what? If you don't get if you don't get married, statutory, you know, wink, wink, that's not statutory. You're going to hell. You're going mm-hmm. to burn. 
and it's part of the dual system. Some words look commonly like this, but if you get a lawyer on them, man, they'll twist that word. Well, I think she hit the nail on the head, too, when she said, my friends told me to get married, my parents told me to get married, my, you know, it's what people do. No, no people government, do. no no county clerk ever came knocked on your door and said, you have to fill out this form. Right. right. It's 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 all. What do you call that? I'm just peer, pure, ignorant peer pressure. I am right. angry. Like I'm like I'm so mad at myself because I'm like mm-hmm. you know, like you know if marriage was just recognized by two people and their families and communities and and whatever. Like I just feel like my marriage was already. Could you imagine the concrete. story of Adam and Eve? Could you imagine quick, the story of Roddy, Adam and Eve? Real, real quick, Roddy. What don't no. ever forget too that yes, in this uh in there in that system, the statutory system, there's always a remedy and the best remedy is surrender. Mhm. You you can surrender any license, any title, any benefit. Aye, aye, aye. It's okay. called surrender. And uh it doesn't exactly mean what we think it means, you know, surrender. So like, it doesn't mean divorce and all that stuff. No, 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 no. Your your marriage is still real by your actions. And by okay. your lifestyle, and, and your neighbors, yeah, and your mother and father, yeah, they're married. Yeah. They, you don't need to show them a piece of paper to prove it. Right. Your action, but yeah. in the statutory world, it's it's all on paper. So they need the piece mm-hmm. of paper. They need a record so that when you go to get a certain government benefit, let's say like public school for your children, or uh, tax, the tax man comes walking around and you want to get what? Uh, what do you call it? refunds or dependents or some shit, that's the record they check for that marriage. Right, okay. For those benefits. But you can surrender that at any time. You know, I want to so badly. I so badly want to surrender it because, you know, again, the more and more I wake up, the more and more I see, I don't need this. I don't need this. Yeah. Now, the problem is when you go to surrender something, it kind of has to be done in the same order that it was made. And I'm just mm-hmm. guessing on that. I haven't surrendered anything yet, but I've looked into surrendering the license and surrendering title. And yeah. uh, it makes sense. You know, you, you can't pull the bottom Jenga piece out right. you know, without, you know what I mean. You, you, build, you build it, you unbuild it the way you built it up. You can't take mm-hmm. the bottom of the building out first unless you're the government. And, yeah. uh, and so... Don't forget that. It's actually a good thing. We can surrender. Nobody forced right. me to do this. There's nobody holding me at gunpoint. I did it voluntarily. Yeah. I can also voluntarily step out, but I should right. figure out how to step out. That's all. Yeah, and, you know, I, I was starting to look into that, and, you know, the first thing I thought of is I'm going to call the pastor of the church. And, you know, all he wanted to do, the the one that married me, um, married us, is no longer there, but the the current one, you know, I was saying, I feel duped. I said, my marriage was already recognized by my husband, myself, God, and our family. I was like, you know, I I feel like this is... You can still, sort of, you can still, you can still do it for a fairly cheap price. Um, it may be something similar like surrender of interest, surrender of title, release of interest. But yeah, you can have mm-hmm. that. that I, I guess you granted state a part interest in your, you know, your your union. Yeah. So it's merely like you got to get them out of the, you know, we, we rescind our signature or something, you know. 
exactly. I don't know the technical yeah. ways. Because why, why do I need the state in the middle of my marriage? Why do I, you know what I mean? This marriage is between my husband and I and God. Like, <laughs> it's not between my husband and I and the state. Yeah, and when you grant them interest, I mean, anything that you create from that merger is, they have an interest in that. making them money. Yeah, they definitely have an interest in it. I was just thinking, like, what, what, what forms actually ask you, ask you, are you married? You know, check the box, married and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mostly it has to do with something about finances or credit, yeah. something like that, which is uh, what they're You're also doing right. is saying, oh, these two <clears throat> folks here, they're acting as one. So if she screws up, now we have all his information. Mm-hmm. He voluntarily offered to be a single party with her surety uh, to yeah. a certain extent um, for her debts, her actions when she's acting in this capacity as a married uh, um, person and yeah. asking for a credit card or some, you know, some stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> But when you, when you go to get like, what, what I want to talk to say before I forget, because I got to go in soon, but is um, the statutory world is not a bad world. In fact, it's awesome. And I'll give a good example. Roddy's a truck driver. And mm-hmm. when he sits in that seat and he's on the clock and he's not cheating anybody, he didn't steal the truck and all that stuff, he's doing it uh, per the contract. Um, he's He's acting in the name of that company. He's not acting yeah. as Roddy, right? He he he. They gave him a title of employee driver, and he's acting in the name of CTC or whatever. Yeah. And now, if there's any problems, if he has any problems, CTC and the Department of Transportation will protect him. Mm-hmm. Now, if he causes a problem, CTC and the Department of Transportation will punish him. Right. And so <clears throat> the best part about that is, is let's say I'm just acting in my private capacity driving down the road. When I see this big truck coming up behind me, I, I do have a comfortable feeling that that driver is licensed, insured, tested, mm-hmm. that all the mechanics on the truck should be checked out every 30, you know, two weeks. I yeah. have a comfortable feeling that I'm safe right. because in the statutory world, all that crap has to be done on the record before that truck can get out on the road. And exactly. If Roddy yeah. loves driving a truck uh, up and down the road, he can do it in his private capacity, but he bears all the liability, 100%. So if he has a tire blowout, right. you know, and he killed the family, his life is over. Exactly. But if he has yeah. a tire blowout and kills a family, CTC and the Department of Transportation are, are going to say it was not directly his fault. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the family will be compensated somehow for, for an accident, but it will not be a life-ending um, um, thing. You know? Right. And so so that when we join, when we have all these statutory personas, that we wish to operate in the public and it's we're doing it with limited liability, which is a great thing. Yes. The the offset of that is you have to follow all these rules. If you want to be limited in your liability, you have to follow Mm -hmm. all these rules to the T. Exactly. (laughs) Not all bad rules, you know, 30 and 30. No, it's not. It's not. 
Like I don't said, you think they'll well, come along? Don't you think that? they'll come along way is more honorable? They'll come along way of marriage is more honorable because I think so. Even though we, you know, it can be a benefit today. How many people have found it so easy to take revenge out on each other because you grant the state interest, mm-hmm. and if you hate the yeah. if you hate the other you hate the other party, all you do is fix the state on them. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because about six or seven years ago, my husband and I had separated for about a year, and uh, <clears throat> that that was the first thing that happened. You know, he he comes from a well-to-do family, and his, his family hired him an attorney, and his mom and dad. You know, we're calling all the shots, and then there was me standing there with three babies and myself. And depending depending on the contract, you'd be like, "Nah, I don't wish to change the contract." Oh, yeah. But I mean, face one, if face one, you uh, face one, you're gonna be able to chat for a few minutes after you're done here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I just didn't want you to. Hang up and ignore me. No. Yeah. So you know, I'm sorry. And it was just—I don't know—it was just annoying to me that that some judge and a lawyer and all these people were, were stepping into to my personal, you know, business. But again, because we have that marriage license, that's probably why they were there. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? So I said said to my husband, you know. Um, when we were like in the middle of resolving things and not sure if it was going to work out, I just look at him and I'd say, listen, you know, I want to have this matter resolved before we dissolve the marriage because I don't want them taking everything from you. You know what I mean? It's just, I have no spite. I just want us to go our separate ways and like be a family for the kids. You know what I mean? And we, we're not allowed to do that. And yeah, even in that world, nobody knows how to act honorably anymore. Right. But that was years ago, and, and we're fine now, and I just found it important. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was important to say, like, with the whole marriage license and everything, we allow them into our private affairs. <clears throat> and in some cases, I guess, you know, people need meddlers because of spite and abuse and stuff like that but but we've uh i guess you could say we've reverse engineered it or just looked at the obvious and if Mm. you watch what the if you watch what the corporate world does they'll follow it to the t almost exactly like the common law should do it right and anytime you change it's just honorable to notice your family you know of your different titles you know Right. Uh, you're the president of the United States Corporation. He'll often give a State of the Union address. Yes. All it is is a notice. It's a common law. It's a courtesy to give notice of your status. Right. And just watch who they go through. Look at the seals, and it's just kind of like follow the footsteps. They're because they're following. They're really following the people's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may not seem like it, but the United States, um, it's the relationship between the people, if they exist, and the government, and even the persons in the government, and even the corporations in the government, is all based on trust. Without that trust, there's really nothing there, and honestly, 
we would probably be out killing people that we don't like. You know, we'd, right. there'd be chaos. And uh, I mean, the, the, the system's already in place and implemented, and people still do that. So imagine without the system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Barry's already the, um, <clears throat> I think she's had history like you face one where you get listen to all the gurus. And she was very, uh, not stuck on it, but mentioned the birth certificate a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was on the sh- show her since you just met- she just mentioned it, or you- and you just mentioned it, about what we've talked about, how valuable the event that happened is, that these companies are willing to invest in it because they still recognize that it's of the full faith and credit of the people. Yes, everything. And they got... And this is why they keep a record of the people. Yes. Who, whose name do you think they're acting in? Uh, whenever it's interesting when you watch, let's say, a governmental debate or all this—not uh, a debate. Let's say, like a C-SPAN or a hearing on Capitol Hill and stuff. They will refer to the American people, and then sometimes they'll refer to you know, persons, you know, people, mm-hmm. act, employees and stuff, and they do separate that. Because when it, especially when it comes time to borrow money, <laughs> they they borrow money in your name and my name yeah. and Roddy's name yeah. and LaFan's name. Well, he's in New Zealand, but it's probably the same system, very similar. And, and they keep a record of how much, there's an exact accounting of how much money they've borrowed in our name. Because mm-hmm. as soon as we come forward to claim our payback, our credit yeah. back, um, they have to honorably pay or kill us, right? And I don't think they're going to go about killing 300 million Americans. Right. You know, the benefit, the the best position they're in right now is that we're all stupid. We don't think about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, we don't know that until... Um, but Roddy and I have kind of, we've talked and talked and we think, you know, like... If the two systems do exist because the statutory system cannot exist without the common law system of the people first, because we created the foundation, uh, people created the foundational documents for the government. Yeah. And if that didn't exist, the statutory world would have no standing. You cut the legs right. out from under it. And so that, that means that the two, two worlds do exist. So, um, if let's say I wanted to make a claim for, I, I want to, I want a accounting of how much money has been borrowed in my name, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say it was uh, $5 million or something. And, uh, I could, I think, I think I could make a claim for that and say, okay, well, I want a million dollars of my credit back. Um, but you guys can keep on borrowing my name. You did a good job accounting. No worries. Right. Just, uh, you know, I want access to my credit just the way you have access. Just to the way my you credit. have it, right? And most many people think, well, they'll just kill you. They'll send a uh, black suit to your house, sniper, right. you know, silencer, and you're done. But I don't. I really don't think that's the way the system operates because I was also honorable by saying you can continue to borrow my name, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and tell everybody else about this because it's not my job. Right. I, I just I figured it out, or we figured it out, and uh, and this is 
you know, it's great doing business with you. Keep on keeping on. I, right. I love you guys. You're doing great. You know. <clears throat> I have a lot of people talking about that right now, you know, getting to that point where, you know, you learn what you have to learn, you do what you have to do, and now you're at that point where, you know, you have access to that quote-unquote account, um, and then the, the gag order comes in. It would be voluntary, so, though. I would voluntarily, honorably say this is confidential. Confidential right. meanings with trust. I trust you, you trust me, right. let's just carry on with our lives. Right. In a, so, so in a business. That's why. Go ahead. I'm sorry. In a business, if you're the creator of that business, between you and all those borrowing your name, who's the most trusted source between you and the people, or the persons? Between you and the person borrowing, you saying? If you're the head man or woman at a corporation yeah. or a company or a system that's created in your name, mm-hmm. who's the next one that represents you? If you're the head she's of usually right, she's, she's usually right, right outside the owner's office. Oh, the secretary, the secret keeper. Secretary, yeah. There you secret. go. All right. But, yeah. yeah, like Phase One talks about, it, and you'll see it with these conspiracy theories about the money and stuff. The, mm-hmm. in, imagine you're God. You look at the system, you look at the Bible. It's the same system still going today. You still you. got to pay ten. You got to you got to pay ten percent because you're borrowing. God granted you the power to do this, right? Yes. Or, or the people granted you the power to do this, so they can keep ninety percent, and you must give ten percent back to your creator, and it's still on the books today. Yes. Ten percent of all these corporate entities still go are recorded mm-hmm. in the name of the people. In God we trust. Yeah. In full faith and credit, backed by your faith. It's right there in front of us, but we've been so dumbed down and conspiracy. The problem really corporations tough. and the secretary, you know? Yeah. If you want to keep something secret, put out a bunch of myths. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then you have all these people, you know, stumbling over themselves trying to figure it out, spreading untruth. And before you know it, we have the truth, we have a lie, and everybody else is somewhere in the middle trying to figure it all out. <laughs> the, the best thing to do is, the best scheme is to con- convince someone to work for something that's already theirs. Right, yeah. Hey, but guess who, convinced, guess who convinced us? Remember, no government, no government agent ever came to my door compelling me or convincing me, right? Right. Right. I think we learned it in school, maybe. You know, just little things Thank we learned you. in school, movies, yeah. the best the best propaganda movies. Propaganda, propaganda, yeah. And just those little sayings in, like, you know, Friends or, or these shows, those little ones that reinforce... Mm-hmm. What we already thought we knew. Right? Right. We already thought we knew it. And those people on TV are actors. They can say whatever the hell they want. Right. They're not They're not real people, but we, <clears throat> you know, we act like they're real, you know. Right, right. And so if that <laughs> world on TV, they, they're talking about, oh, I have to go get a driver's license. That's the world on TV. Yes. That, that is not the real life. and But we act it out in real life. And yes. not under any threat of 
uh, murder or nothing, you know. Just <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I know in elementary school we, we were assigned, and this was at, God, I think it was like fourth grade, third or fourth grade. I was really, really young. We were assigned a project, and it was called the Propaganda Project. I don't know if anybody else had to do this. Um, you know, so they put this stuff right in front of our face, too, and, and kind of we, we don't even see it. We had to um, watch commercials or look through the, the, the paper for ads and find products and kind of follow the product and find the trail of where it originated because you know how they have like a parent company and then a company that, you know, they allow to distribute the stuff for them and so on and so forth. In third grade, we had to do this. Hmm. And we had to create distribution chain. What is that? Distribution chain. (laughs) Yes. And and we had to like create ads for the products and how we would sell it. And then I forget exactly, you know, how they categorized them, but we had to watch ads and say what kind of ad we thought it was, whether it was like one that um pushes you toward their product and bashes another one so it takes you away from it as is better. Like there were just like four or five different categories of the type of advertising that it was, the type of um you know, hypnotizing or put, you know what I mean? Yeah, at nine and, years and, old. You know. Yes, and this sticks out to me, like to this day, and only like one or two of my other classmates remember this. Oh, really? It just this, sunk right into the other ones. Yeah. Right? It just went into their brain where they can't pick it apart now. Right. Where with you, it stood out. You and, you yes, and, and I was people. always yeah. that one. I was always that one with, like, I don't know. I just, I remember when we were doing this. Why are they having us do this? Like, I'm sitting there thinking, why? Like, why Why do they want to know? Why are they teaching us? Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with no, what you, we were learning. You know what synergy about this? You remember the age I told you I started seeing things? Oh, my God. Base one. Go ahead. Uh, I can't remember the exact age, but I remember you talking about it. We were talking about it. It was a, it was about eight years old. I was like, something's not right. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I my whole life. Well, now it all makes sense, though. You know, for, mm-hmm, for a long, mm-hmm. long time, you always think something's not right, but oh, it's just what that's just the way it is, right? Right. You know. But then. Uh, yeah. As you get older, you you get more. I think I got more rational. Yeah. Like, why? What the? You know what? Mhm. No. And and I don't know if it was TV just got dumber too, right? Yeah. So when you can start to question what you're watching, and then because you're more rational, then then everything else starts to get dumb, and you're like, yeah. What What have I been doing, and why not? It just opens up like a floodgate. It really does. <laughs> and it, and it's so funny because, like, it's, sometimes it's really overwhelming. You know what I mean? Because I want to learn everything and I want to know what else, like what other untruths I've been sold. And, you know, and I just, I, much, I dive. Pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. And I dive in and start drowning. And that's why, you know, I was trying to reach out a few weeks ago and, and try to find some people and, 
because a lot of people, when there's somebody that's like at basics, oh, oh, and this, and this is what this guy said to me, literally, oh, oh, I'm way past you. And he's laughing to his friend saying, ha, 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 she's where we were like two years ago. She doesn't know what we know. And it's like, no, you know what? I might not, or I might know it. And I'm trying to tell it to you, but you hear it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I appreciate all of you, like, really taking the time to listen to me. I really, you have no idea how grateful I am for this phone call tonight. I had to put, I had to tell you guys that. (laughs) Me and Roddy love talking about it. I think everyone here actually loves talking about all this stuff. And the biggest problem that uh, I was having uh, about a year ago was the same that you just had, where now it became a competition. Yeah. You know, people were like, oh, we already knew that. And, you, you know, you you mm-hmm. don't fit into this group of a knowledge seeker anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, man. So then, uh, I, you know, I got hooked up with Roddy somehow because he was open. He was just more like, hey, you want, you want to talk about the blah, blah, blah? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And uh, But those people are so few and far between because of our attitude, people's attitude. Mm-hmm. They, you want to be the first to know and to go off uh, and tell yes. someone. And, yeah. Know, well, I have a friend who was my friend since <coughs> we were eight. We were eight years old when we became friends. And she's been my best friend my whole entire life. And because of this stuff, because of our awakening um, and her attitude about it, you know, she she started getting some followers and, you know, I didn't buy 100% into everything that she was saying because I can still kind of think for myself. And when someone presents me with something and says, it really worked, this one said, and they did this, well, hey, show me the paper. Like, I, this is really cool. Not even like, oh, well, prove it. Like, okay, show it to me because maybe if I see the paper, I can figure out how to do my life. And, you know, I just didn't agree with some of the stuff that she was saying. And um, I told her such, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, jumping right on the, you know, the the train and following with you guys. I said, but I, I'm, I'm trying to like go about this my own way and learn it my own way so that I can understand it. I said, because I don't always understand what you're talking about. Well, needless to say, uh, we're no longer friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Of course, it's all my fault and and whatever. You, you but can I, still be friends, but you cannot talk about this stuff. That's the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can still be friends because you've been friends forever. But it's right. you, it's you that then will have to join her world. Just just go. You you know what she likes. You know what you've always done. Yeah. Yeah. But when this stuff comes up, you you gotta nip it because. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and you don't want to lose friends, you know. Yeah. Um, because you do need that other release, right? This stuff will make you frustrated you and make you up at night thinking and not believing. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. You know. Many of those nights. <laughs> you need those friends. Luckily, we have like Roddy and uh, Law Fan or whoever else on here, where we can be friends and talk about this. You know. Mm-hmm. We've 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 talked about this. Uh, Face one and I have discussed this too about seclusion and keeping things secret. Yeah. Because if you look at the common law way, or we call it the higher learning hierarchy. Oh, mm-hmm. remind me of that later, uh, Two Face, one about Ant Arctica. Anyway, 
Uh, Have you ever noticed in this world you're trained to do this? What do you want to be when you grow up? But mm -hmm. there's no major results from it. There's no free energy. There's no, the water's not pure. There's no genius discovering anything new. And anytime yeah. someone is super genius, because they keep a record of these geniuses on the SATs or these tests, All right. yeah. this, gen this genius uh, just disappears and becomes part of the system. Yep. And it's the, sa it's the same on the hierarchy or the common law side, too, is because you just got to protect not only the treasure, but too much information would harm the people. Mm -hmm. And like, like this is allegedly, like the technology we use today is 40 years probably older because if you want to go into protection or the conspiracy theories, it just makes sense that if there is a great power out there, whether it's good or bad, you can't associate with certain people or it just won't, you just can't, it just won't happen. Mm -hmm. Because once you come into your kingdom, Mm -hmm. Some people just won't get it, and it, it, I've often wondered about it, if the scriptures be true. It's even in scriptures. If if God were amongst us today, it would destroy us because we don't understand it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it would. I mean, it it it's you know how everything's twofold. If we were amongst us today, you know, we wouldn't understand it, and. He's not God's not amongst us today and, and we don't understand it and it destroys us. This is part of that maturity I was talking about earlier. Because mm -hmm. people once you're, once you're you know, mature, people are fighting yeah. over who and what God is instead of you know, embracing being, being, yeah. what God gave us and made us. Yeah. The, instead of acting. Yeah. I say mm -hmm. the truth is too. Nobody else exists on this planet except you, your relationship with your creator, higher power, God, mm -hmm. and your secretary. Yeah. The, the truth is that that's how, that's the only uh, forces that matter in your life. Now, when you go and hang out with a friend, now you're becoming public. And, and you're sharing your secrets, the secrets you have with God and the secrets you have with your, your government secretary, let's say. Mm. And, and that, that destroys the system because then they yes. start to understand your secrets and therefore it's no longer a secret. You know, your, your relationship with God is not public, you know, or your creator, mm -hmm. however, you want to, however you want to think about it. And so, but, but we're taught to have these long drawn out fights over religion and government yep which is destroying those entities in our life you know they still exist out in the in the world around us but for us they they become moot because yeah. now your president is my president you know and yeah. all this crap your god is my god your god isn't my god now i'm my god dude <laughs> i love it <laughs> It's all individual. It's all individual. Yeah. I'm the only one that that exists in in my body, in my mind. Right. And yep. uh, and it, but we've been taught, or we we've been raised, we've been uh, led to believe that we need to share all these things when it's truly the most private, intimate relationships. Those two, God and church and state, basically. Mm-hmm. 
that belong to you. One one granted you willpower, and the other one you you authorized to act to do certain things in your name, basically to protect you from mm-hmm. the Roddy's church and state. You know, right. and and Roddy granted his his uh, state authority to protect him from my church and state. And it's, it's all very individualistic, but we've we've been raised in these uh, what do they call it the uh, village of children or whatever you know the mm. saying how the world is one world one dream we're all everybody's one. equal and yeah 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 we're all the same, the same. and yep. mhm and because you know this kid gets to you know do this all the kids should get to do no you know what no. I I agree with you. No. It's it's, it's on an individual. What's that? Let me let me capitalize on that and it'll make Mm -hmm. sense to you. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to your let's say you had a sister. No, this is just a weird example, but it's common to us, so you'll know. Let's say your mom and dad was your secret keeper. They bear liability for you. They represent you. They're your secretary of your state. Okay, because they handle your affairs, let's say. And your nephew comes to you, and he goes, "You, you gotta be auntie. I love you, auntie. You can't." You're like, "I'm, I'm playing sissy today," and he's like, "You don't have a sister. I don't see no evidence of sister. You've got, you've got the record showing your auntie." Imagine if he got a letter from your parents saying, "Here's our seal. She does have a sister." Leave her alone. Mm-hmm. He cannot administer you and make you be auntie if you were being a sister. Very good. Right. Very good explanation about how simple you know what? it is. It is. It is very they, simple. Yeah, they recognize that seal. Right. Yeah, but let's say the father. You said mother and father. Let's just keep it even singly. Let's say the father would send a letter, and everybody knows the power of the father, right? Mm. Everybody knows the power of the state, let's say. And um, they got guns and weapons, and they're going to get justice one way or another. And so the father will get justice if uh, if the nephew or the little boy acts out of character and tries to force you to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. So that was a really good explanation, brother. Yeah. I was just trying to explain how sometimes it's good to have, you know, the proper, you know, arms to bear certain times, you know, and and the the lower, the lower courts, the corporations, they all get their authority from your secretary. Yes. And they cannot overturn anything. No, anything that has the state seal on it. Um is law, let's say. You know, but we we can't go out and make anything our law. Like, I can't say I'm... I guess I could say I'm Superman, but that's not really a law. Let's let's say, okay, I can... I can drive 100 miles an hour through a school zone. Mm -hmm. Well, the Secretary of State, he'll take that. And what he's going to do, because he's also a secret keeper of the other, other folks, is he may inquire to those folks, those people, say... What do you think about this? 
You're not going to say that I said I could do it. You say, what do you think about this? What if someone wanted to drive 100 through here? And the the, the common law people are going to be like, no way. That's just ridiculous. You know, the, the, it's, it's our children that are at stake. He may or may not hit one, but if he does, it's life and death. Mm-hmm. And so then the Secretary of State may come back to you and negotiate. Say, hmm. listen, this is how all the other folks act. Do you or do you not agree you can do this or that, you know? But they won't tell you that you can't do it, but... This this say, is your peers. Yeah, if you do it, you do it at your own risk, sir. Right. Remember the peer pressure? Yeah. They're not there to judge you. The Secretary of State is not there to judge your words or your law. They're to protect. To protect it. Yeah. And also protect It's so, like, it's so simple that it becomes so complex to me sometimes. Does that make sense to you? It's so simple, it's scary. Not that it's scary. It's so simple that it's like, oh, wow, well, it is just that easy. You know, so, you know, let me make my law. Let me, you know. Write it. Let, it. Let me write my law and see what happens. Okay. Huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? We uh you remember he used the example well, you talk about peer pressure. Yeah. But we we often use a lot of uh I often bring up a lot of biblical scriptures and a, a quick one was about there's one about uh, you know something about be careful of what you do because sometimes you entertain angels. Mhm. Are are you entertain messengers or people of a higher authority? Have you ever <clears throat> Some of those people um, do play a character as a lesser status sometimes. They they can be administered. They can play a role they want. Like the king abandons his throne and goes plays the pawn. Have you ever seen those TV shows or heard of them where the boss becomes the employee just to see how people are acting? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why the Secretary of State or the people do that is because, you know, they might be in public too, and don't want you behaving that way. Mm-hmm. So you never know who you're out there amongst. You know your fellow kings and queens, or you really don't. Yeah. And, and nor should you care as long as you your house is in order. As long as you right. are acting the golden rule, right? The golden rule. You do do what other folks are doing out of respect, because I don't want someone doing a hundred down my street. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 were given return. What do we call that respect to you? You, uh, you get what and you Carl, remember. Carl Lentz. Uh, she's she's mentioned Carl Lentz, but how that just writing a letter and I'm a woman stuff isn't making you know a sense. Yeah. To mm-hmm. you, and I I just kind of lost my train of thought there a little bit. Well, the premise yeah, um, is exactly right. He's just giving it to the wrong uh, entity. And he's not backing out slowly. He's coming in with a full well, a full face slap. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't have all these licenses, permissions, benefits and permits and then just turn around and say, Nope, I'm a woman, sorry. Whoa, whoa, you asked us to protect you in this capacity right. and you promised that you would perform in this manner so that nobody got hurt and you were, you know, 
and you you granted oh. us an interest in your actions. I remember what I was going to say. And uh, and then Carl's turn, kind of turning around to the wrong folks anyway to a court, which doesn't hear anything you have to say anyway, and then trying to stand up and say, I'm just a woman, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that was my point. I, I totally forgot my train of thought. In one of his episodes, he mentions about convincing the little old ladies of the town what's acceptable, you know, common to the people. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this? What's, what's this right here? I think Face One mentioned it to me. Has any of your family members ever asked you for a license? No. Have they said, can I see your registration? No. Well, that throws out Carl's theory. It makes it, it sounds good to him, but the only one that may inquire about your license is a policy enforcer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not your fam, not your friends and family. So, the people of your community, the little old ladies, they're not going to come to you and say, "Oh, you don't have a tag on your car. Let me see your license." It's not going to happen. Right. The off, if an officer inquires and you get the proper status, they'll be like, "Nope, we can't administrate. They're not engaging in the activity that requires one." Yeah. And he. he He's let us know, given us notice of this uh, yeah. capacity or the way you're acting beforehand, right? That way you don't cause a trespass, yeah. And he even offered right. us uh, maybe a, a little meeting. Let's sit down in, in case to discuss some formalities of whatever capacity you say you're going to act in, which maybe just be a man. Uh, and they're going to ask you, well, are you going to be liable for all your actions, every single one? You know, and you'll, you can, it's like a little negotiation. Cause like, we're here to protect you and all these other people out here. And so there's going to be a little bit of a balance on right. your part, on my part, right? Because they have a duty to protect Roddy when I say that I'm just going to go act willy-nilly and, and not have any laws to follow or any statutory laws to follow. Right. Well, you go ahead, but uh, the the penalty is much worse than the fifty dollars speeding ticket when you know when you actually do damage something or injure somebody or or harm somebody or mm-hmm. penalty is real bad. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people what they what they're saying what they're saying is like I'm being extorted. This is extortion. When what? they have to pay the fines and fees. Yeah, yeah. they they offered to pay to begin with. No. Oh they yeah. Well, I mean, by signing the application, they said, yeah, I by promise signing, to perform in this manner. Right, right, right. By saying that you'll you'll follow, <coughs> you know, the the rules, the regulations, and whatever. And if not, yep. you know, you'll pay the price. That's right. We mentioned earlier about the Secretary of State, even in that Texas 503 thing, would notice mm-hmm. people of the status. So, the, so what that does is it calls do not administrate means do not trespass. Yeah. Have you? This is why if you follow the system, it's important to record your status, and you'll even see this on your like when somebody wants to see who owns what, they always do mm-hmm. a title search or a record search the record. Yeah. To make sure that they don't infringe upon someone else's property or rights. Mm-hmm. So if you have the proper record, 
and it will be noticed and recorded, um, then uh, you're, you're, it's like a do not trespass sign. Mm-hmm. Yep, and unless I've harmed someone or caused some damage, and then that record is the is the passport for them to fully, <clears throat> fully. Uh, what, what was that? Take a pound of flesh or something, you know, to really take a bite out of your ass because you said mm-hmm. that you wanted to act on your in your own form, your own liability. You you wanted other people to trust you, and then you go out yeah. and do this. Now you're getting. What is the punishment? The scripture punishment, Roddy, for like uh, like tenfold or something. You, you're gonna get. I don't remember that part, but you, since you brought it up, I was looking at that, that video you sent me, inspired me, and I was looking about iniquity and equity, how the Bible is really like a corporate money structure to mm-hmm. compensation. Isn't and that amazing? Uh, iniquity, that's why money was created, to show mm-hmm. fair and just compensation. That's all it is. Yeah. That's right. If you think about it, that's as basic as it gets. That's exactly what it is. I promise to pay this much if I do this. Yeah. Yep. Whether for a punishment or even for work, if I offer a service, someone promises to pay if I do this. Yeah, I think they just recognize that's a silly system about people got, I'm going to take a pound of flesh or you hurt my eye and I'm going to take out your eye. No. Right, no, eye just, for just eye. Just compensation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, for, you forgive first on the common law side. You can forgive and forgive and forgive. And if it goes bad enough, you can get into a statutory world and get compensation. Yeah. That is true. uh, Forgive forgive your brother part first. So, uh, you know, if I run over your mailbox, you know, first I'm going to offer to fix it. And then then the other party can offer to forgive and say, no, no, don't worry about it. I I know it was an accident. And then I say, no, 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 I'm so honorable. I'm going to fix your mailbox. In fact, I'm going to build you a bigger one. And, and that's the that's building trust with the community too, where you pay your dues, or at least you try your hardest. You know, maybe Granny won't accept a new mailbox, but you come over and bring her cookies. You know, or do, mm-hmm. do <laughs> imagine imagine being kicked out of heaven, cast out of heaven. Watch this right here, face one at the, face one. I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up, and you you can give the answer. Okay. If you're a, if you're in the common law, as we call it. If you maintain all liability, you're not in the statutory world, and you hurt your neighbor, you can ask for forgiveness. If you continue hurting your neighbor and hurt your other neighbor and hurt your other neighbor, what is that statement, a piece of paper, going to say on the record? Who versus you? It's going to be the people versus you. Yep. And it's like you're cast out of heaven. You're no longer one of us, fucker. That's right. You can't act like that and be in this hierarchy, yeah. Have you ever heard of that, uh, like a court document that said the people versus Aaron or something? Yeah. Yeah, and they've kind of changed it. They've gotten away from it, uh, let's say, these past 10 years or so, but it always used to be the people versus somebody. And then people Mm -hmm. started coming up with the argument, like, aren't I one of the people? So they kind of changed it. Now it might even say the state versus somebody. But the yeah. state is the people. You know, without the people, there would be no state. And so uh, it's a little bit, a little bit of not deception, but a little bit of just change the wording. And uh, mm. think about that. 
the people versus Rowdy. What does that mean? That has huge implications. So, I mean, no matter what way they they phrase it, whether it's the people versus or the commonwealth versus or the state of versus, you know, it's all kind of a huge implication. And that that's like the problem I'm having no matter what I do whether I whether I go forward with a trial by jury and I get found guilty <clears throat> not guilty or the case gets dismissed either and no matter which way it goes I'm going to have a forever record so um, I'm trying to go ahead I'm sorry you you go ahead um so what I'm trying to do is you know, I don't want the case, like, <clears throat> I don't want this to, to follow me because I really feel like I, I didn't do what they're accusing me of. They can't prove I did what they're accusing me of. They can prove that, you know, there was misuse of an emergency signal. So I'm trying to find what angle to, to go with a case that I have. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, you don't even, I didn't even fill you in on my, my case. Um, the character, the character will have a record. You, yeah. mm-hmm. the woman, won't. No. But if you ever act in that capacity, uh, that mm-hmm. record will follow that person. And if, okay. if, if the let's say let's just say the government, if the government doesn't know of any other capacity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's the only one that will exist. So okay, so they need to know. They need to know of the other capacities. Uh, on record, right now, most people, at least all, everyone I know, including myself, we, we live under one major record, the public record. Public, yeah. Yeah, the statutory record. That we've all I've signed up for it, you know, through uh, Social Security, uh, getting a job. That record, employment history, credit history, credit record, uh, driver's license, mm-hmm. my cable bill, all that stuff. All right, so they're all; those are all the separate capacities. Oh, you remember we talked about? I showed I showed you that word of VAT earlier about the immature person. Yeah. Have you noticed? No matter how you sign your name, it always comes back mm-hmm. in the all caps. Yeah. Because that's a way of saying we can only do business with a legal entity. And it's a it's a huge distinction from the way you write it. Most people oh, yeah. do not write their name in all caps, so they they'll just they'll make a distinction, say, okay, th- this is now the legal person. She she asked us for a benefit or a service, and just to make sure we don't mix it up and and accidentally harm people or going mm-hmm. to classify, characterize, you know, form this entity, this styled entity for the record. Mm-hmm. And because you and I don't have any other record, it is the only one that exists. So we need to change that. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> well, I mean... I've, I've, I'm taking baby steps because of all of the, there's just so much information out there and there's a lot of good information, but there's also a lot of, you know, 
There's not way so more great. crap than there is good information. Yeah, yeah. And but it, but and all of it's like, good in a sense, though. Keep in mind, all of it's good in a sense because after you know something or you hear something, you hear some guru mm-hmm. talk and, and you buy into it, but you don't act on it. You don't don't spend thousands mm-hmm. of dollars buying, you know, processes and stuff, but just listen. Yeah. And at some point, you, you you will come to the realization that it just doesn't make sense. And yeah. that's the best knowledge right there. Right. You have to go through it first, because if I tell you, you get, it's not true or something, you, you could, you know, it has no weight to it. You, you right. got me thinking about those. You got, you got me thinking about those TV preachers, how the the gurus and everything, huh. and, and they they administer the immature, like you need guardianship. These these TV preachers are doing the same thing, but saying, I know God. I know God, you got to buy my book, get my series, mm-hmm. these seven secrets, and only, you know, mm-hmm. you need you need me to get to God, and you got to say this little ritual prayer. It's like, if you buy that book, you're saying, hey, I don't really know God. Along right. You're saying I'm immature, you know. Yeah, along yeah, the you're same agreeing. lines, I, I was thinking of a word today. What What is the, if you think of the army, what is the entry level position called? Private. The army. Infantry. Yeah, infantry. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a class called private. A class Infant. infantry. Yeah. Infantry. Yeah. That's all. It's those connections. I mean, they're made for a reason. Why would they call it infantry? Honestly, why not call mm-hmm. it uh, basic level soldier or whatever? You know. Right. But they. Or sta- soldier starting out, you know, like entry yeah. level, whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people don't realize the words are so important. You not only, like, pay attention to to what you're reading, but each word, each individual word. Each individual world, word in the statutory world, almost damn near all of them are defined and they have to be defined mm-hmm. because it is, it is a different language and it is and it, the statutory world cannot protect me if if I'm asking for protection it cannot protect me if something isn't defined that's right. they've defined damn near everything everything which is, yeah which is good which is good until yeah it is yeah, until I uh, act ignorantly like mm-hmm. I have been my whole life basically yeah. And then the system then is working against me because I've allowed it to through right. my ignorance, through my lack of knowledge. <clears throat> I said that to um, at one of my court dates. I said that to the judge, and you know, I was just like explaining to him how I don't feel like everything can or has been fully disclosed to me because I don't understand the language of the law and I'm trying to, you know, learn it and be able to, you know, help myself. Hey, you know what? And, I, th- I think this call, I think this call has helped you a lot. Yeah. And you know what I want you to do now? We talked about repentance. Say it's all mm-hmm. me. Embrace, embrace it. And you, you don't worry about that little immature. Uh, can, I, can I be a little vulgar just to prove a point? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is char- this is just character purposes, is all. That little immature bitch, 
on that <laughs> state that little state ID. If yeah. she has a bad record, God bless her, because that's not me. I'm mature now. I'm on a bare liability for her, and she will not be acting and behaving in that system ever. Think, think about this, and, too. and, and let it let it go. Yeah, think about this too when we're talking about that yeah. imma- immature little B or that immature little D, D H. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say a driving a traffic offense. It, the the it's the character that I agreed to play, that I agreed to perform to and follow all the rules gets uh, punished, right, for acting uh, immature, basically. Mm-hmm. Now let's say I hit someone and I kill them. There's, mm-hmm. there's no longer a traffic offense. It moved immediately over into a common law crime called homicide. Yeah. Or or, or vehicular murder might be. Vehicular homicide, yeah. But that's not on the traffic codes book. Mm-hmm. No, that goes into the crime section of the of the law. Mm-hmm. Which which really tells you again about the 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 duality. One of them is coming after the person. The second one is coming after people. This man yeah. killed yeah. another homo sapien, homicide. Yeah. And so um, there's definitely a distinction between, like what Roddy just said, if you if you just agree with yourself that, that we did all this, it's not a big deal to back out honorably, but the biggest thing is is we, we cannot harm other folks. That's it. Right. And Aries 66, 66, if you go, if if you just go ahead and close it out, just go ahead and do it however you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Let, let that little immature woman receive her punishment boldly, whether it's by a jury of your peers, however, however you want to do it, and don't mm-hmm. sweat it. Mm-hmm. And recognize the system is beautiful. Maybe even thank them for taking care of your little, little baby mm-hmm. one. Yeah, keep it simple. Go back to it. You know, people don't put tags on their puppies. You know, your neighbors know who you are. Your your neighbors know your kids. You know, let's say you've gone or something happens to you and your little puppy wanders next door. You're like, hey, that's Aries, dog. I'm going to take care of it until she gets back. But the statutory world, you know, it's a little bit different, but that's what they're doing. They're just maintaining the peace and taking care of these little immature things. They don't know whose they are. Maybe it's identified as a as a state dog or city dog, so they got to make sure it's okay mm-hmm. until you come forth and claim it. God bless wow. them. That's what CPS does, you know, taking care of the immature until someone claims them. Mm-hmm. So uh, just embrace it and love it and bow out gracefully. Something to ponder, yeah. the little dog that ran away and your neighbors will take care of it because they know they know whose it is, but the the state may not take care of it because they don't know whose it is, but the the truth of the matter is the dog doesn't know who it is. You don't know yeah. who you are. And that's yeah. why we've asked for protection. Because we we totally acted like someone who doesn't know who they are and we need protection. Mm-hmm. And of course the you talk- honorable state's gonna be oh god darn right, sign up. We want to to serve you, protect you because you pay for everything in this world. Yeah. Hell yeah, we'll get some money off of this, yeah. Right. We need to protect but, his soul, yes, because we borrow in its name. But if, if your record... Go ahead. I was going to say, if that little can. record... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, for real, go. It's your call. 
I, I was just going to say, if it's all about an image, I mean, I understand, but you, if you said, if I see where you're coming from, you are experiencing and suffering from the very thing that you're actually protesting against, the peer pressure, mm-hmm. the image, the image, you know, what will this record, what will this do to me? Am I, oh my God, it's going to destroy me. Well, no, just, just touch yourself up and down. You'll be fine. It hasn't yeah. harmed the man or woman. It hasn't harmed the woman. You can still move. Right. You still have rights. Right. You're fine. It's just it's just a character. Well, like, <clears throat> now that you put it that way, it's just a character, you know, because I've been thinking, you know, the judge, you know, is acting as a judge. When he goes home and he lays in his bed at night, he's a man. You know what I mean? When the prosecutor, you know, is there pushing for the punishment, they go home and they're the man or woman, you know what I mean? And it makes sense, you know, when we when we show up, we're acting as that character. This is why they have and, the books, because yeah. they wear those, so sometimes they wear those black robes. It's a sign of an undertaking. If they wore a white robe, they would be mm-hmm. God, and they, rec- they recognize they're not God. They're just carrying out the orders mm-hmm. of a higher authority, which yeah. is the people, ultimately. And it's just a, that's why they have the books there. They'll be like, did we follow the book? Did we go by the book? And they have to. Right. And uh, that they can live They can live with that. Along those yep, lines and that's why they, they make it clear that if you're defending yourself, and, well, they made it clear to me, you know, you're going to be responsible for, you know, studying the case law and this and that because that's what they have to do. They have to make sure mm-hmm. that they're serving the law the way it has been written in history. So now I have to come to them and prove case law to them that has been written in history. So you know what I mean? They make it clear. They really do. If you think about it, it just dawns. Oh, you mean the old? You mean the old Jesus? It is written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever's I mean, written, whatever you write, yeah. And that's what they've they've been practicing and preaching in the court system. They honor yeah. honor, like you're saying. They they. Yeah, we, we, we we authorize them to act in the position that you said he's a judge by day and a man by night. You know, we yeah. authorize them to act in that position, and they they faithfully want to hold that position. Mhm. And then we sit there and get mad when they do, and I don't have the right. I don't have the right. Exactly. You know. I don't. I don't have the right. You know what I mean? It's just. It was more to me. It's just. It was Go more ahead. to me it, it, that, you know, when I accuse somebody of doing something wrong and they bring their case to me, you know, whether it's a friend, family member or whatever, and they bring their case to me and they said, listen, I really didn't look. This is what happened. And I put two and two in the facts together. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, you know what? Like you said, in common law, you're forgiven. I, I'll forget it. You know, it's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And have I you, guess no, have I you noticed when... that. Have you noticed when a judge leaves the bench, do you know what they call it? No. Recess. We're gonna take we're gonna take a recess. You remember what recess, recess was in school? Yeah, you go out and play. You don't have <laughs> yeah, hey, how you doing? How how's it going? Love you. We're playing, we're having yeah. fun and then recess is over and it's back to business. Mm-hmm. I, I was even listening to a I was even listening to a story recently. It's all stories, you know, until you verify it, but as soon as the judge goes goes in the chambers and takes off the robe and says we're declaring recess, and mm-hmm. the other man went in there went in there with him, it was a yeah. whole different ballgame. It was like, hey, how you doing? Shaking hands. Yeah. 
But as soon as you go back into that court, you have a uh, a duty to perform. Yeah, yep. A duty that we expect them, you know, if we're yep. being victimized, to hold up. I, you know. <laughs> oh, and just boy. imagine if they played the boss. I mean, remember that boss story where the boss would play the employee just to see what the hell was going on? Imagine yeah. if that judge's authority, the people or the secretary of state, was playing the role of a defendant, you know, just to mm-hmm. see what happens, and that judge did not do that duty perfectly, it's over, right. Johnny. Yeah. It really is, yeah. There are there are two, uh, let's just say, two entities that can make sure that an administrative judge is following the book to a T, the letter of the law. Those entities are you, because you authorize them to act in that capacity, which means that you should probably know all the law too, right, and and processes and procedures and all that, which we don't. The other entity is the, the entity that that you you authorized you authorize this entity to actually create the judge's position and that is the Secretary of State who does know the law, who does have resources like the Attorney General and legislature and all this stuff to mm-hmm. act in your name. And Secretary uh, of the State, you said. Secretary of State's office, yes, is the is the office the the I'll say a major office that the people created to protect right. them from everything administrative and everything right. corporate. Okay. But I did not. Uh, we did not create that office to protect you from me. Right. That's right. what our friends, family, peers, neighbors. That's what those the people are for. We protect mm-hmm. each other from each other. Mhm. But anything, so, anything administrative or corporate is why we created the government. And this slogan, you know, of protect and serve, you know, people, I've noticed um, a, a few, <clears throat> a few of my, you know, close friends that are, you know, on the same road. That whole protect and serve is like taken way out of context. It's, it's like, no, you're, you're here to, you know, work for me. And they get, like, rowdy and rude and, you know, almost like treat them like well, a they, they they misuse the term public servant. You're my public mm-hmm. servant, right? Yes. And that is totally misused. Yeah. The, the public is anything administrative or corporate. Yep. That's the public. People yep. are not public. Yes, and they're trying to use it as, like, a, a people. Like, yeah. And that's why... They'll be like telling the Applebee's waitress, you know? They'll be like telling the Applebee's waitress, you're my waitress. You serve mm-hmm. me. It's like, no, it's, mm-hmm. she's got a, a book, a playbook for everybody that's in public. Yeah. Yep. She serves the whole community in the restaurant. Yeah. And that even includes her boss. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so the protect and serve thing—it is a great slogan to put on there to 
not misguide the people, but to, it's actually true. They are there protecting the business of the state yep. or county or municipality, which was instituted for the people's benefit. Mm-hmm. Right, but they don't—they don't act for the people. It was instituted for their benefit, and so right. they're protecting their rights, their authority that was granted to them by the people. They're protecting that position from foreigners, you know, thieves, pirates, uh, yeah, pe- people who may want to hurt the people, and to serve. Obviously, it's, it's kind of hand in hand. Protecting from aliens. Even aliens. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, those who don't have unalienable rights. Right. Alien. Unalien. Yes, I like, I like Un- that you guys pay attention to the words and what they mean and, you know, <laughs> and and don't just assume that it's what is commonly known for the word, you know? Well, the the key thing is not to stay secluded. It's to talk to each other. Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm inspired by uh, Face One, and he's opened my eyes to a lot of stuff, and I send it back to him. And he's like, "Holy crap! I didn't see that." And then it yes. becomes this big, great revelation. And today, that video he sent me, I got to reading John three sixteen again because I always said, you know, the Bible looks like a storybook for a corporation, and the and God is the people controlling the mm-hmm. corporations or the devil. Yep. And I was looking at John three sixteen today. I sent him that little message. Mm-hmm. What, what what is save? Save is a part of money. The wages of sin is death. It's about right. equal compensation. And and there was something about alien to the commonwealth. The people that it, get involved in the statutory things are alien to the commonwealth, the common law. They've mm-hmm. stepped out of their hierarchy into a into a role. Yes, yeah. they 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 ask for a leanable. Right. Let's say the right to drive. Roddy's a, let's say, a truck driver. He asks for the right to go up and down the road in this big corporate piece of machinery to deliver products for financial gain, blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. a right. He has the right to drive. But that is a leanable, yeah. that is a leanable right. And the the lean is the law. Mm-hmm. And then the fines that uh, fines and punishments that follow any violator. Now, unleanable is for the people. I, my my right to exist, you know, my, my my right if I want to to go to Walmart, but I'm not asking for a right to drive, you know. I'm not. Right. A, there's a huge distinction there. Um. What else? Uh, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. I think I think it was Ephesians. Actually, John three sixteen was good talking about saving money or watching your wages of sin is dead, all that good stuff. If you want to be saved, you got to. You got to stay in a certain position, but it was Ephesians two. I, I sent you by a text message where it talks about you are now alienable because you're not of the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. You made yourself alienable. Yeah, well, people who people who ask for a position, let's say to protect and serve, they are they are leanable. They stepped outside of their higher status for a noble cause. However, they do now have an authority. Whereas you and I do not have a human authority as a normal people. But any time I step into an office, whether it's to protect serve, maybe financial gain, uh, maybe a uh, corporate boardroom, that those 
all those positions are actually a lower status than what we were born the day we were born. Hmm. But remember the world is backwards and it has to be backwards in order to offer protection to those folks who want those positions and folks who want to have a driver's license and all this stuff. The world has to be turned upside down and the presumption is at birth you want this legal status. So it's presented and offered to you and then we have the choice to use it and, and we all do. That's why you ever notice a politician when they get done mm. with their office and they step out of that role, what do they always say now? They don't want to have to do with it. going back into their private sector. Mm-hmm. Private sector, you said? Uh-huh. They say, all right, yeah. I've served the public. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I'm going back to the private sector. And yeah. isn't there usually also a ceremony when they quit? Because mm-hmm. they're going back into the real world, you know? What's welcome, that called? Being welcome back, I can't, I can't remember. Going away party? Basically. <laughs> they resign, resign. Yeah, they resign. Yeah, resignation. Yeah. See, that's why I want to learn um, Latin and Hebrew. We we probably I don't I don't want to go into it. We we talked about that earlier about the importance of your sign nature. Mhm. I think Phase One mentioned to me: separate the word signature to sign nature. Mm-hmm. What is your nature? Two parts. First part, you you have the ability granted by God because you have hands <clears throat> to yeah. to make your own sign, your own seal, your own symbol, your your own identity, mm-hmm. and. And then whenever we ask for a certain title or position or license or permit or benefit, the signature is is asking you also for your nature. How are you acting? Mm. So we we combine them both into our our cursive name, cursive. Right. To curse ourselves. (laughs) Curse. Curse. And we combine them both into one entity. Into one entity, one name that is already presumed to be a legal nature. Yeah. Oh, that's that's your sign. Great, and it's legal. Okay, good. What? what go. for, uh, Aries, uh, triple six. There. Uh, we we talked about word. We we played with it before. Um, have you ever seen a document, um, like from a company or whatever? At the top, in big bold letters, is their name. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Their logo, or what is that? How about portion, the head? That, that portion Business of the name. The, the header. header. There's some scriptures about be the head, not the tail, but that's the header. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, they present it like you wrote it, kind of. At the bottom is where you always sign. What does that mean? You're the tail. You're the undertaker. Uh-huh. Yeah. You must carry out these duties. Uh-huh. Be the head, not the tail. Mm-hmm. Is that in that's not in um Revelation? What is that in? Well, we was talking about Carl Lance. I mean, he he's helped he's helped open up a lot of this uh, that we've seen instead of just writing a letter. But yeah, uh, decapitating. Mm-hmm. If if the head is up there and you're the tail, I mean, you have no head. You're not the head. You're decapitated. Right. 
you must follow the head, right? The tail follows the head. Yeah. But let me ask you this. I, I've, I've sent face one, a copy of mine. I don't know if it's like it's in everything. But do you have a copy of your uh, record of live birth? Yes. It, do you have it like in arm's reach? Yes, <laughs> I have it on my lap. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to look at it. Does it have a Secretary of State seal on it? Well, the actual bond paper one. It is risen. The risen one. Should have a yeah raised seal. Risen. Yeah. It's, yeah. He he is risen. Where's that located? Bottom left. Uh, where's the other witnesses seal like a hospital? Hospital. It's not raised. It's probably like it's a not. But is it the bottom left? Yeah, the Secretary of the State one. No, no, that's yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's on the bottom left of it, and no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the secretary. Are you talking? What page are you talking about? It's three pages. Just the one with your mom and the dad one from and your, your name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on the bottom left, and the hospital. Does, does it have a witness uh, like ink print to the other side? Witness by ink. Um. There's an attendant right attendant quick. at birth. I want to get to my point right quick, but I just thought about this part. That raised seal may mean something about he is risen. Yeah. But um, if you look at the top, there's no header. I think I think it's just a contract waiting for you, but they're at the bottom because it's an undertaking. At the, to, at the to top. To carry it. it yeah. They're, the they're Commonwealth there to of carry out your will. No. Hmm? I'm just saying, look at the significance, if there is any. They're there at the bottom to signify that they serve you. They're carrying out your will. Mm -hmm. Protecting that position, that capacity. uh, Right, because they're at the bottom. I see your point. Now, the signature of a man or a woman, in my little thinking, is your seal, is your thumbprint. Yeah. But I won't go into that right now. It's unique. I mean, it's, it can be anything you want, but why not choose something that was uh, never, that wasn't granted by a, a government or something? You know, what is mm. not information granted by government, such as your legal name and all this stuff? Why not right. granted in, uh, uniquely by nature or... I see a lot of people doing that now. But they may may be offering it to the wrong folks. Remember, a, a mm. administrative judge or any department of a government, they don't see that. They don't. They only act on a record that has been previously made. Mhm. I, I think they're they're. It's a good. It's it was good to learn about all that stuff. When I learned about it, you know, like, oh, yeah, it makes so much sense. But 
it was uh, enforcement. You know, who, who, who am I showing this to, and why? And uh, that's of... exactly what I want to know. It, it, yes, not the fact that that's what you're supposed to do, but who and why, and you know, do you keep it on your person, or do you give it to somebody? Do you, you know? Uh, it's 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 given to the record. It's not given to another man or woman. It's given to the record and the office holders that mm-hmm. maintain that record and protect that record and keep that record. Um, they they will have access to it, but only because you allow them to. And it's a great system too, because let's say you were mentally handicap out of your mind one day for some reason even though you've never mm-hmm. shown that you're mature and of sound mind and claimed it but that's a good record to have because it can carry out your will because it's proven that you're now in, in a maybe incapacitated or... mm-hmm. so i mean l- i mean let's say no one ever claimed you or you didn't take full liability for yourself and something happened that record does have its place it's just being used right. the whole time, the whole time, in the wrong manner. In the wrong way. <clears throat> That's why it, it presented so many questions when I was learning about it because, you know, I was saying, well, then fine, you know, it's not too late, but let me have my, my mom go claim me. You know what I mean? No. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful record. It says, hey, I have rights to this. It's an event. It's recorded. It's because it says this entity is an heir to this kingdom. To this kingdom, right. Okay. Yep. Yep, and until that entity comes forward properly, <clears throat> we're just going to hold on to it. The office will hold on to it. Not another man or woman, but the office is uh, mm. was created to protect that airship, that uh, inheritance. And none of right. us are coming forward. Right, and that's, you know, it's been quite a journey figuring out how, why, and when to go forward. And it will be interesting, you know, to see if and and when it happens. Me and uh, Face One are trying to work on that. We're not getting into all the guru stuff. We're just just taking a simple, I I Mm. guess, common law or it's self-evident. That's a word used a lot. Self-evident. Self-evident. Mm-hmm. Think, thinking, and he has found it by the boom, by the bing, right on the freaking record in front of our face. Just look at the system. It's it's working. It is. And you know what else I've 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 heard a lot too is, and this is by you know church people and stuff is that in order to remain private and you know be private you first have to go into the public which is you know what we do I think essentially when we ask for that license and all that stuff and use that social security number and and everything in order to go back into the private what was that face one mentioned to me sometimes you can that story about Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou with me. Yeah, I, I I started off looking at the corporations 
as the dead, mm-hmm. as a cor- corpse, a corpse. Yes. Corporation. Yeah, corporation. And when you yeah. and when and when you reside with one or or a citizen, you reside with the with the dead. Dead. Uh, but but in your you know in your status, you can walk amongst them as long as you don't mingle with them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a, her- a heretic. Because this relationship between, with your church and state is private. It's individual, it's confidential. So when you say mingle, what that means is you you keep your affairs private. Private. Even if you're walking through the mall with your best friend, you are you are walking through the corporate mall with your friend and you should act uh, appropriately and not start talking about how the mall is a dead entity and the money's free uh-huh, uh-huh. and all this crap. <laughs> the Illuminati. Yeah. You're all you know what? I, I have been in public when my friend has done that and I am just like, wow. Like, I'm amazed because like, uh, first of all, that, people look at you like you're nuts. Yeah, that mall and that, and the factory where they got their clothes and the money that's used to uh, transfer products and services and all that stuff is designed for your private benefit. Benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been, I mean, I've, I've watched her walk up to people and literally, you know, spiel to them. Oh, did you know you're, you're an indentured servant and you're working for me? It's like, Oh my God. You mentioned that earlier about the status and, and I was telling her about uh, even a city or corporation cop can do it but it's called it, breaching the peace. Now, if you show mm-hmm. them your status and they recognize that you're not administrable per se, you can be charged mm-hmm. with breaching the peace or the sheriff can come mm-hmm. out because you're disturbing the dead. The public. Mm-hmm. You're let the let the dead rest in peace. And, and in even the salvation stories, Jesus never said, hey, smack somebody upside the head. You want my salvation, don't you? You're, a zombie. you're dead. You need me. He never did that. Mm-hmm. He said, repent. And, and that's what we've done. We've recognized that we need to turn and, and get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that we we created uh, that public life for ourselves when uh, when I don't necessarily always want to be acting in a public capacity. I can be out in the public amongst all these uh, people and corporations and stuff. But w- without those people, without those persons and those corporations there, I, I wouldn't have clothes. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. food. You know, I wouldn't uh, have anything that we have, TV, cell phone. I wouldn't be talking on this phone right now for sure. Right. And so when we, we, when we first learn about all this stuff, we do get angry outwardly. Yes. Oh, that's, that's, they're cheating me and everybody's after me and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. the truth is, we did it signature by signature. Yeah. To to create our public life, in which it's presumed that we're always acting it. And what we haven't done is created our sign and our nature to give notice to the overwhelmingly uh, statutory world we live in, to give notice of how we're acting. They They... 
they we're they are acting they are existing in our jurisdiction, not vice versa. We do not exist in their jurisdiction. Right. And and we say that's great. You guys are doing a great job. I love it. Um we can uh, coexist peacefully now that you know who I am. Right. That's a lot of, um, have you heard, you know, they they say when you're in your, you know, car driving down the street, you are enjoying your private or personal property even, you know, though you're on a public way, some people will argue, and, you know, I used to even believe that you're in your own jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And then once you, you know, roll the window down, you've entered into theirs by consenting to speak to them. And well, then yeah. they ask you to step out of the vehicle yeah. so that... Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, real quick, the only reason that, uh, let's say, he came up to your window, mm-hmm. there was a big, big sign on the back of your, back or people car. call it, people <laughs> call it private conveyance or my property, but you put a big sign on the back yep. that said, administer me, and it's called a license plate. A license plate. Yeah. And, and oh. There's no law that says your your property, private property, has to be titled or licensed. Unless mm-hmm. there's certain restrictions, like if if you bought your car at a dealer and the bank actually loaned you the money, the bank has a higher interest in it, and they can set rules to say, okay, this car has to be licensed and insured, and has to have a a, um, a licensed driver, mm-hmm. all that stuff, because not actually your car, not your right? Pay for it, yeah. But once your car is free and clear, the lien is cleared. There's proof of that. And you have possession and interest. There's no law that says you have to title your your property. Uh, but it's you, good to record it. Yeah, and you record that. But when you go out onto what's also called the public highway, where the Keep public, a receipt. the public does operate, whether it's corporations or even people who wish to be licensed drivers, when you go out on that highway, you have to give a <clears throat> surety. You have to give a bond saying that if I cause any problems, acting, mm-hmm. uh, self-governing myself, I'm, I'm going 35 and a 30, but I'm self-governing. I'm not hitting anybody. But if I do, I promise to pay. I promise mm-hmm. to compensate. I promise to make whole because all those people are driving around with insurance too and, you know, with... Mm-hmm. You know, Holy crap. I just thought makes of something. So, makes so much sense. I just thought about this. It, you, you don't have to record everything that you're you own or it's yours, but a receipt. I was just thinking about this. Is this a this could be applicable with a birth record? Most people don't keep a receipt of delivery. They don't receive it. It's important to mm-hmm. show received because mm-hmm. if you don't receive it, it's it's still up for grabs. Well, is the that birth record not a receipt? Is it, is it not also a your mother delivered something into the yeah. world that was acknowledged by an entity called a government that was created to protect its um, creators, 
you know, its people until that entity was delivered into the world, but um, maybe the... The, that the bills for the hospital. Or even bills for the hospital. Well, the birth record itself could also be a receipt of some sort. Here's $5,000 bill. Uh, keep that fucking receipt just in case. But, oh, a quick note about scouts and surveys. It's what rulers do or prospectors do. They send out survey. They have surveyors. And a ruler may sound like a an all-seeing, all-knowing God, but I've, I've explained that a ruler is merely a tool a carpenter uses to measure stuff. You know, like the carpenter owns the ruler. Mm-hmm. So what is important, like I recognize my status as a man, can't go out and do everything. If I want to roam free like 100 miles from my home, I don't know what's out there. I might get hurt. So I send out statutory people. I send out surveyors, and they put speed limits up and recommendations and advisories. Mm-hmm. So even though I even though I can say, hey, I'm one of the, I'm a god, and I'll do what I want. No, because you don't act that way. Because you've had your rulers measure it for you, and if you don't cut the mustard properly, you're going to screw up. You have to give thanks for that service also. Yeah. Right. You know, it was all this stuff we were born into was existed here for our safety the day I was born. It was already existed. You know, like Roddy said, all the warning signs, the roads, the guardrails, the lights, the laws, the all, all that stuff. And, uh, we do pay for it indirectly because we allow entities to borrow in our name. Mm. You know, we don't. That's not really told to us, but it is kind of. If you watch any news, they always say that, or they they allude to that. But um, but we are the the corporations pay by a form called taxes because uh, corporations don't exist as a man or woman. They right. Exist on paper. And so they pay in the form of taxes. They pay their fair share also. Uh, and we've been drawn into the world where, oh, we now act in the name of a corporation, so we have to pay our income tax because we are acting in the name of that business. Like Roddy driving his truck, he's actually acting in the name of, of that company. Mm-hmm. And so he's liable for taxes. Hell yeah, he better be. Because if he's not, then that means that Microsoft isn't, and Apple isn't, and Facebook isn't, and all right. these are not. Well, they're liable for the taxes that, you know, for the privilege of being in that area, but for a federal thing, it's a whole different story. It's like for a privilege, but I won't go into that tonight. But Yeah, state and federal yeah. is, is quite different. Yeah, when you pay a tax. So, well, the state and federal, it, you're saying a, a, a different. No, we were talking about product. Like a year ago, we get like a sales tax. It called, you know, they want to sell it for like $10, and the state says, okay, whatever, but 30 cents of that's going to go, you know, be a tax. It's just to benefit yeah. the community. That's all it is. That's the way that we always give back, the people, the people. We support the system we created through very small little payments that we really don't even see called like sales tax or, or road tax or, or whatever those, all the little mm-hmm. ones we pay for. And that's proper. I think that's great because of the all that money 
uh, supposedly goes out for those scouts and those measures to 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 provide us with safe travels wherever we mm-hmm. shall go. So yeah, and a lot of people, what they do is they look at that as, you know, it's it's not for us, it's against us, and people are using and abusing that money. And <clears throat> do you ever hear the story about the bankruptcy of 1933 everybody wants to bring up? <clears throat> so what is it? Bankruptcy in 33? When people talk about money and, oh, there's bankruptcy in 33. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they don't tell you is that was the corporation filed for bankruptcy protection. And we're still here today, aren't we? Isn't this a pretty yeah. good system today? So that corporation can file for bankruptcy. I don't give a shit. Right. As long as I'm not too mingled with it, it won't hurt me. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't spend the time and effort and really, and really looking at that side of it. I think everybody, not everybody, I think there's a lot of people that you know, like like you said, when you first start learning this stuff, you project that anger outwardly, and you're like, oh, my God, really? You know, they're doing this? This is, you know, I can't believe this. How could the government do this to people? A lot of people don't spend the time to to look at what you guys have looked at. and Well, he, he did it pretty much, phase one. No, he, Roddy, he talks, stop. He learn. Well, he talks you, about some of these. What's this? What's what this little genius did? Talked about these conspiracy theories. Well, I never really bought into them too much, but mm-hmm. I was wondering, I was curious about them. He he was like, all this stuff we see in place today was really a protection to protect the people, like the 1913 mm-hmm. Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta create your own register of a given account for everything you do. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's paper money and it's out of thin air. Well, that's to protect us from having all the wealth. If they had all their wealth, they would own us. Right. So, so you can create your own valuable faith and credit money, call it paper, whatever. Who cares as long as you don't take our riches? When, when the mm-hmm. United States, at least the United States, had the was it, had the idea of small government. Remember, we we are self governing. We just we need very little uh, administrative government, right? And that that idea. Was growing in the 1800s, but what what also was growing was huge corporations. The, yes. Uh, natural resources, the Rockefellers, the the banking industries, factories, you know, plantations, agriculture. These huge corporations were growing, and obviously, when two or more people work together, there, there's a benefit. You you have you know, two or more mines, you have the manpower, you have you have all this stuff to make products to sell to other people. <clears throat> so you mm-hmm. have a you have a chance to gain wealth, let's say. So if there's a money system in your country, there's actually money of value. We'll say gold and silver. Yeah. Guess where all the gold and silver will be in twenty years? Federal Reserve. No, the corporations. Yeah, I don't buy anything. Where it will be? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, people in the 1800s didn't buy stuff. We don't buy stuff from a bank, right? We buy stuff right. from Walmart. Right? We buy stuff yeah. from Walmart and Apple and all this stuff. 
And so if we if we traded an Apple iPhone or Walmart goods for something of value, mm-hmm. like gold and silver, where would all the gold and silver end up in a very short period of time? It would end up in oh. the bank accounts of Walmart. Of the corporation. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. All that Chevrolet, Ford. And the geniuses of our forefathers, the genius of our forefathers, recognized this probably from what they saw in Europe happening in Spain um, mm-hmm. you know, in the past uh, the 100 years before that. And they said, We're, we are going to create a, a fiat money system so that these corporations on paper can be fabulously wealthy, fabulously mm-hmm. wealthy on paper. But at any time, we can destroy that paper with the flick of mm-hmm. the pen. We can we can make that paper worthless. But the people will have the valuable things. So now my pair of pants from Walmart it is actually valuable mm-hmm. because I traded a piece of paper for it. Right, you can trade them. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So once that, that paper is gone, that, that paper wealth for the corporation, that corporation is going to be on their knees begging you for your pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean? pretty much. It, it, when, when the, <laughs> they can't afford right. to buy some pants, and they're going to come to you and say, "Hey, yes. can I get those pants?" Exactly. So, Microsoft, now you. Yeah. Microsoft is only super wealthy on paper, on mm-hmm. paper, on an accounting book, some Excel sheet, somewhere on an Apple computer, probably. Right. And um, and that's great because that means all the wealth stayed out, most of it stayed out with us, the people. Right. Right. And also Microsoft cannot directly buy land. Mm-hmm. I do think they, they can lease land and hold land, but they cannot directly buy and own land, which is great. And, and a whole bunch of other restrictions that corporations cannot do that, that uh, real people could do, you and I could do. Mm-hmm. And so there was a genius system because they they saw the industrial revolution rising full steam ahead railroads coming across airplanes being invented fuel yeah oh my oh my god things were exploding right, so right. Just boom times and uh they said crap if we keep up with this valuable money system it's all, it's all going to be robbed from us we we will have a pair of pants but we won't have any thing of value to buy another pair of pants. Mm-hmm. And now we do. Right. What's some this? People, some people will say real quick, some people say, well, you can go work for work for those old corporations and get paid in gold and silver. No, no, no. At that time, those corporations paid in their own private monies, and they had their own little stores set up. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had their own little private communities. Where, where where the people worked, they did not get paid back with gold and silver generally. Mm-hmm. And so all that money, all that value started flowing into the corporation, and they, our government, our genius government, put a stop to that. What's this? Remember we talked about the dual system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you know what the best Federal Reserve system is? It's the it's the record. There is still on the books how much the corporations are making because they got to report it. Their books must be open 24 right. 7. 
and it's still on the record how much is paid to God or the people. Mm-hmm. If if the and corporations can no longer exist, the record of the funds still exists, and this is mm-hmm. where, in, in an emergency, the collapse of the corporations, if you will, you can still coin money mm-hmm. based upon the record. Yeah. So the, state, the states in a time of emergency can still have the authority from the people to coin gold and silver as money, right? You've heard that. No, sh- no state shall uh, what restrict the uh, ability to coin money, gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And that's a protection when the administrative world does collapse, because it usually does, or changes, mm-hmm. actually. It doesn't collapse outright. It just changes to a different form. Um, mm-hmm. Those protections for the people are still there. We can, we can, we will still have money of value to trade with our neighbors for goods and services. Because my neighbor is no longer going to take a, a Federal Reserve note when you know things go sour. Right. It really, really halts interstate commerce. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all actually good things, you know. Yeah, yep. That's what we're talking about. People have to start doing is looking at you know the the good instead of you know. This is a horrible. This is horrible. But we talked about conspiracy theories about Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy. Yeah. How they they knew they did something good, but it was out of order. It was at the wrong time. And I don't, I don't know who took them out, but there are safeguards in place that can't disrupt the system. Yes. It has, you have to maintain balance, and when you have people, you know, people stepping in and, and getting out of line, yeah. I, I think if, that's true. If you think about, let's say, JFK now, and just the, a couple of the dominating uh, theories, you know, he wanted to go back to, what, the silver dollar and stuff like mm-hmm. that. When when you when you think about that when you think about it now about using money of value in this corporate system we live in and how dangerous that is for the people, him being assassinated might have been a good thing. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not promoting you know killing people, but uh, if that was his idea, even though it sounds good to the uninformed folks, like, yeah, we want valuable money and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be, you know, banks make money mm-hmm. out of thin air and stuff. Well, the thing is, if you have money out of valuable money, you won't have any, trust me. You, no, you won't, because there'll, there'll be so much disorder. Yeah. And people will be robbing people and... True, also. Killing people and... and I think Abraham Lincoln, also one of his, one of the dominating uh, stories of him is he went to the greenback, which was a government-backed money that you could exchange for gold and silver. Or so you mm-hmm. could turn it in. And, uh, you know, we went there, and I don't know the whole story, but just thinking about that, um, does that warrant an assassination or death? Well, yes, if 
in 20 years, the corporate system could take control. Actual business, private business sector could actually take control and can start controlling the people. Mm-hmm. And that makes lots of sense. But it could just be one of my theories. Yeah, I don't know. I I I definitely don't think like having <clears throat> valuable metals as part of currency would be ben- beneficial for so many reasons. Like, look at the demand for it. First of all, you see signs everywhere. Everywhere you go, left and right, cash for gold, cash for gold, cash for gold. What if, uh, let's say, water and what, what mm-hmm. our money? Right, we had to pay for everything in water. Mm-hmm. Think about the accounting books of the Fortune five top five hundred companies in the U.S. You know, it's trillions and trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Trillions and trillions of gallons of water. Yeah. Who would have all the water? Right. Exactly. And what would we have? <laughs> We'd be praying for rain. Have nothing. Yeah. Saving for a rainy day makes them new. Right. So there's just little things like that that Roddy and I, he keeps saying that I I inspire all these people. No, I would only be halfway to where I'm at today if it wasn't also for talking to him and, and other people too, actually. L- listening to all the calls that I don't agree with really mm-hmm. makes me really makes me think too and, and also Roddy. Everything well, that I listen to is earlier. really thought provoking too. You know what I mean? You, you hear stuff that makes you think and then makes you go do research and look for things. You know what I mean? So one thing that one thing that one nothing one thing that you did, Aries uh triple six there that face one will acknowledge is you started out talking about people that say, I have this way and this works for me and blah blah. You want to see the record. Exactly, and every time I ask for a record of it, everybody ignores my question or, you know, takes well, to another subject. Well, guess what? When I first what? started talking to uh, Face One, he says, mm-hmm. what does the record show? Who created the record? Show me the record. Mm-hmm. It's what you do in everything, even in music. It was all about the record. Yeah. The record is the most important thing throughout all of civilization. Throughout all, it, mm-hmm. it 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 keeps it keeps the present in order. Right. What 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 you did in the past, the record you made a record keeps the present in order, and uh, yep. also potentially the future, as long as you don't you know make mistakes and hurt somebody or commit some crime. But uh, it Order is the most important thing is the record. Yeah, you know, and, hey, El- and Elvis is, without yeah. the record, we won't know what has worked, what hasn't worked, what was done the right way, what was done, you know, the wrong way. We wouldn't know. We'd bring up Elvis. Elvis. We wouldn't know anything. Right. Bring up Elvis. Mm-hmm. He, he created a record. People loved it. It was valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They 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 even protect their Elvis records to this day. He was the author of all that. He in the in his name they created that record 
and he is still entitled, even though he's dead, to a percentage because he is the God. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. The king. Yeah. Now, is that is that like <laughs> considered royalties? Is that what you're speaking of? And it's called royalties. Yes. Yeah. Even even when you die physically, you know, there's a record made of that. But mm-hmm. because they they still borrow in your name because of that event that you authored, mm-hmm. the vital record, mm-hmm. they will still be royalties coming in, I think, right. if you dead, dead and gone. Sure. It's called the public treasury. Mm-hmm. They, they call it the public treasury because it's administered by a public government. Um, it's controlled and protected by a, a government. And so... But the all of the funds, all of the numbers inside each each county, state, and even the federal treasury, it's um, it's held for all the people whom whose name has been borrowed in. It's it's not just sitting in reserve so that some legislators can use it whenever they want. It's not profits for the state. It's it's all held under strict accounting rules oversight for the people it's, it's all our wealth that was, is being used um, to oh. to recognize this growth of let's say the United States oh it's a trust mm-hmm. it's a beautiful one too yeah in God we trust yeah. right <clears throat> that, that takes me back to the conversations that I've had about <clears throat> the conspiracy theory surrounding, you know, the um, account of the, the birth certificate um, and that it's the key and it's an, actually a check that you go cash. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I think it's funny how there's some truth to everything. And... Yeah. It's just a matter of finding out the method to getting to the road to, to opening all of that up for yourself. And like we were talking about well, earlier. Watch, watch what Elvis did. In in his event, this event happened named Elvis. Mm-hmm. You got all these people at RCA, MCA, whoever the record people are saying, we're going to carry, we're going to invest in this. You're very valuable. You authorize this. We're going to do this for you. And we're going to generate a lot of funds. And you're still entitled to a percentage. Mm-hmm. But they, they are acting that's because he so. that's because he's the author of it. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, but if he if he didn't claim come forth and claim that he was the author, he would he wouldn't receive a percentage Anything, of that. It would be right. there, there would be a records. It would still be a records keeper generating, you know, mm-hmm. storing it. Yeah, but that's the system. Just look at the system. Beautiful. It really is actually. Sometimes overwhelming now that I, I've Roddy's gotten me to change my view of the system, uh, mm-hmm. and then it becomes overwhelmingly beautiful. Everything mm. you start to look at about, okay, let me rethink this. Why, why does this seem so bad? I'm told it's bad. Let's say fiat money and crap. Why am I told it's bad? And then let me really look at it and think about it, and then you'll see the beauty in it. Like, oh, thank God, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Then it's just it gets a little bit crazy. 
Imagine your neighbor like you said, overwhelming go, you because know? because it's it's all kind of intermingled and and intermeshed, and it all kind of leads back to the same you know origin. It, it all has. To this is why we don't. This is why we don't have debtors' prison. You know, well, we don't mm-hmm. call them that anymore. But I mean, imagine your neighbor. They they give you. It's a barter system, and they offer you some honey. Mm-hmm. Because they got honeybees out there, and, and you don't have anything to value. So, like, give me your kid. Go to prison. That's just silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give, me, give me a piece of that gold. Give me a piece of that gold. I don't know how much it weighs. I don't. I don't know the measurements. But a dollar with a number on it, we can all recognize it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a balance. Yeah. A pound of flesh. Yeah, it's been weighed and measured for us. For our benefit, for our convenience, to mm-hmm. <clears throat> to number one to protect us, and number two for our use, if we choose to use it in public or private, it shall be honored. <clears throat> but that that's why they talk about not love, you know, loving money or serving mammon. It's because you got to realize it's just a great system. You can't serve it. You can't worship it. You've got to still always maintain your love thy neighbor status. Mm-hmm. Because if they do something for you and you don't have any money, that energy that they put into it is valuable. You recognize that they're of God, so it's just honorable to help them out when they need it to. It sure is. Don't beg for money. Don't go out and love it and worship it and want it. Always stick to to you know love thy neighbor. Yeah, I mean, if, if you love the money and you chase the money, what's the money going to do for you? It literally can't do anything for you. It's more like a business thing. When we're yeah. talking about uh, infantry, right? That's in, and let's say there's a war battle and the infantry guys are sent out for first lines. Who who is there? <clears throat> I mean, seriously, to to protect them. Really, nobody. You, you mm-hmm. could say all oh, their fellow soldiers and stuff, but their fellow soldiers are also being uh, attacked, right? So yeah. It becomes an individual game, and so when we sign on to a system as an incompetent, immature infant who cannot take care of himself because he's asking for a, a limited liability scheme of some sort, we are the infantrymen. And we, it's, it's a single battle, <clears throat> and there's nobody there to protect us except our our natural soul, our natural self, our God-given uh, will and right to be on this land, which we gave up <clears throat> to, to occupy that other position. And mm-hmm. and what's great about the government, when people think of government, they think of this huge entity with all these departments and agencies. No, our government only exists of, uh, depending on the state, like six to seven offices. Six to seven offices, each with an office holder, which we would call another man or woman. <clears throat> but they're just there undertaking that what's already been written, authorized, in the office that we authorize, and that's that's our protection against the attacking corporation world, the business yeah. world, 
the administrative world, even the administrative government um, will be stopped by those six or seven officers of your state. Holy crap. This is all theory, but like I said, it has to be true. Otherwise, we would be living in chaos. What's this shit? Yeah. You remember you remember what you, you remember what you told me about six or seven offices, and mm-hmm. we were talking about the county the county seal the six stars, mm-hmm. and I said you know a coffin has six pallbearers usually mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. carry in, and and he's like well there's there's an extra person there too you got six carrying out the wheel yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're there and and then he mentioned the coroner the county the coroner the corona the crowning and the movie is called what the movie what movie Bruce Willis oh Die Hard the Sixth Sense oh mm-hmm. I I see dead people <laughs> yeah that's right I see dead, I see dead people. people. It's a, it's in our face. It's around us, and we've never noticed it. Oh, it really is. It really is. Hello. I'm still here. Uh, I'm I'm here. The Illuminati cut her off. No, Luma. Uh oh. She was only going to be on for two hours. I think I've held her up for like. Four. Uh, I think she's she's uh, understanding, which is good. She's like a female version of you. <laughs> when I first heard heard her talk, she goes, "It's not making sense." And mm-hmm. Vito Claw was wanting me to join a group and just write a letter, and I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. Anyway, you want to no. you want to talk, huh? I was gonna say talking with her um, it gives a, gives me and I think Andy a, a, a good chance to, to to go back Welcome. to rethink what we what you and I have been talking about. I really like yeah. That. No one's interrupting with Jesus stuff or uh, yeah. See Illuminati bankers. Mm-hmm. It's so funny I, when you were just saying, you know, it's it's really all around us and, and we don't know it. Um, I think there's a lot of it that's there and we're not supposed to see it until, like, we're awake. I mean, I've watched movies and gone back and watched them now. And I'm like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. They're telling me something. Oh, my True God. Man. Enemy of the State, the Show, the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, my fa- one of my favorites, Jupiter Ascending. Uh huh. About you know. What? Yeah. The her sec the the second coming basically. The name. You know the, the corporate hierarchy name and that, yeah, like yeah. It, it was just like wow, like seeing that movie, I, I couldn't believe it. And how that woman she 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 uh, she was acting as a, co- a person in a, in a corporate world kind of, but she didn't recognize her status. Yes, and then once she yeah. did, she claimed it. Like 
Yeah, she claimed it, and and everything changed. Reminds me of that saying, the dead in Christ will rise first and then the living. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the corporations can, they're already dead. Mm-hmm. But then when they're when they're done, they ascend back and absorb back into the people. And the people now can claim the they, they claim the land because it's theirs anyway. You mm-hmm. no longer have rights to use that land, you know, you're gonna ascend up in the in the heaven. You can't be buried here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna open the grave up, you're gonna ascend back into heaven and then we're gonna use that land. Well real quick too, when you say the corporations are dead. It, it, be careful who you're talking to. I think we all understand, but the truth is, corp corp means body. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, what's great about a corporation is it's a it's a a body that has been granted life, a certain form of life mm-hmm. on paper, and. Just keep in mind that remember, he who gives can also take, and the people granted that life to to the corporation. Right. That's why they must follow so many rules, and mm-hmm. that's probably why a lot of them are leaving this jurisdiction. You know, going overseas. Overseas, yeah, 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 because of uh, all the the rules they do have to follow. And it's only for our protection because if you look at the news about China, let's say, and the pollution and mm-hmm. all all the the freedom that corporations have, they can pollute the water and all this stuff, and nobody's responsible. That's not good for the people. No. Right. Where here at least we have those protections, but there there is a loophole where through international trade and all these uh, programs, government programs now that they can go abroad and exist over there and destroy someone else's country instead of ours, and we still get the benefits of the product. I got a little bit laughed at on Mike's call, but you know how it works. You know how the people uh, always use numbers or names to, you know, talk about Bible codes and crap. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it was it was just a goof, but I think there's something to it. Uh, when you look at the trumpet sounding, or in the last days of Trump, we're going to send the trumpet will sound. Oh my Donald, God! Donald, shut up! Oh and you got God. Donald, you got Donald Trump basically being sent in by the Holy people shit. to say, hey. He's gonna cleat. He's you know he's gonna straighten shit out, or it's over. Oh my god! What? It makes sense. That and it's happening because the people mind. have you had just enough. Blew my mind when you said that. But well, but well there are people who break. There are people who break down names all the time and presidents and all this stuff. You know. Holy crap! Oh my god! But but yeah, it's all about the 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 people or the. The true owners returning, they're going to start with the house, and they're going to clean it up. And if it's uh, too dirty, it's it's they're leaving totally. Wow! And like you said, they they the media, even the media is really actually most of the media is against Trump, whether or not mm-hmm. they're for Hillary or for you know Ted Cruz or whatever. But they were really just talking bad about Trump. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I love him or like him or not for president. I don't really care. But the point is, it's very interesting how the people, not the media, 
have stood up. You even right, right. that media propaganda, state by state, uh, the people are writing down their their name in yeah. support of of this. Uh, yeah. Trump. And the deceivers, the you can call them the Illuminati, but the corporate snakes, uh, they're they're gurus like the Christians, Ted Cruz and Glenn Beck, mm-hmm. all thinking they're the Messiah and they're chosen ones. They're no one's mm-hmm. buying it anymore. Even on Jim Baker's show, I think I posted it, where that guy, that new Ted Cruz, he's a Christian. He said, look, this guy has an agenda. They come from a political world, and he is the establishment's Christian. Mm-hmm. Don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Don't believe it. You'll, you'll, you'll probably get worse than you got. Mm-hmm. So anybody that comes saying, Jesus, I love Jesus, and I'm here to help, no, don't fall for it. Didn't the media try to make a big old thing about Trump talking about evangelical Christians or something when, in fact, he doesn't even know what it is. He doesn't really care because there is a separation of church and state. And he he, he doesn't, he wanted to respect people by uh, mm-hmm. offering some words to, let's say, a certain group of folks, actually a majority group of folks in, in this country. But he didn't talk too much about Jesus and religion and all that stuff. He just said, "Look, I'm open to to your beliefs, and I'm not going to make this a religious political debate. We're moving forward." Whereas I think the other candidates really focused on it too. Uh, just yeah, talking a lot about religion, how there's how a, much they go to church and all this stuff. Where Trump, there's an old sa- really go there's, there's an old saying mm-hmm. about how's that working for you. Like Dr. Mm-hmm. Phil, how's that working? How's that working for you? And I think a lot of people yeah. have realized that they've been de- they've been deceived by their preachers, their politics. Oh yeah. And they're like, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and God's going to save us, and it's the Lord's will. Wait a minute. Yeah. How's it working for us? Let's look at our condition. Yep. Yep. We're not buying the crap anymore. Nope. Let's look at our status. Check the record. Yep. Um, I do. I do have to jump off. You guys, it's been it really was good so talking. Yeah. nice having this conversation with you all. It really was. Yeah, it, it was uh, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I'll I'll keep with Roddy and uh, and let's do more chats and let's keep studying and thinking and uh, mm-hmm. examining everything, questioning everything, and yeah. we will. Yeah, we will get to. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it. We'll find answers. We yeah. probably just learn more. We probably just learn more right now than we did like three years of Angela's calls. Yeah, I know. I, you know what I, I, want, I just want to throw out there before we we part ways. Um, so you know, you had me looking at this etymology online. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want you to plug a word into it now. <laughs> plug the I word can't, Trump he can. into it. Trump. I think we did this. It was a while ago. I'm gonna you did? Okay. Because you, you just, you just really did blow my mind where, where you said what that, is, you know, about the Bible what does it and say? the trumpet will sound. Um, well, the very first one is to surpass or beat. Okay. And then it says to fabricate or devise, deceive or cheat. Um, you know, ranking mm-hmm. above others, you know, all that stuff. So it's just funny to me 
that you mentioned that scripture and the trumpets will sound. Mm-hmm. The trumpet is a call to call to action. Yeah. Yep. The infantry. Yeah. Yep. And you know, it and it says here, oddly enough, um, that it's explained to play the horn alluding to quacks and mountain backs who attracted the public by blowing a horn and cheated them into, you know, buying. It's just, okay, it's just so funny. That's very interesting. The, remember the uh, public that they may be talking about is not the people. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, it may be the corporate world is being deceived by Trump because a lot of them probably yeah. like the idea he's a businessman, and you know, because he's going to bring mm-hmm. us, rich, he's going to get America back on track, and right. we're all going to be rich again. But, uh, <laughs> oh my the, goodness! The actual joke might be on be on them certain corruptions in the corporate world. The, the mm. overstepping, the overbound, you know, stepping over their boundaries. Yeah. But regardless, it's going to be interesting. It sure yeah, is. if you if you if you elect me, it's going to be great. And then once it's done, he's like, "All right, now comes your spanking." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you guys. You bet. It's good talking to you. And like I said, get with Roddy, and I don't know. Let's we can have more. Calls. You got, you got five. You got five minutes left, uh, after we're done. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna hang up there. All right. Thank you, Eric, Triple Six, for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you again. Okay. All right. Thanks, Law Fan. Law Fan, you there? Signing off. Okay. All well, right. You, you can't hang up, but you're still on call with me. I won't call you. All right.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.